audio recording? Video's recording. Is audio recording? Okay. Here's like, here's, it works differently now because now the camera is going to have a decent audio track on it of me. So literally how I sync it now is I take the audio as I take the main audio track and the video track and I just line them up. <laughs> like there's, uh, it's painstaking. It's uh, it's painstaking no matter what, unless we can find a way to funnel both through the computer to record it. It's paint going to be painstaking either way, but <clears throat> you can, but it's more. It would need to require us getting better equipment than different equipment than what we have. Not necessarily better, but different equipment than what we have. But yeah, yeah. I would need to use probably maybe not even a different camera, but I would have to get an application for my desktop that anymore. But that's fine. Pickle Rick in the next legendary Godzilla movie fights Motomoto and Big Chungus. I'm afraid for the main event. Burger King foot kaiju. <laughs> Roll the intro. This is where, like, imaginarily, like, it does the thing and, like, the music plays and then it... I said roll the intro. You don't hear roll the intro unless it's uncut. I mute us during the intro or I cut it open and put the intro in. <laughs> you act like I'm new here. It's the point of my... The point of you having a microphone is so that way I'm not talking to no one. Are you recording yourself? Now I am. Okay. I didn't know you wanted me in the beginning. I thought it was for just when I chime in. I hey, it's a, for a little bit of both. Anything, anything. I like to see it as a fluid conversation. I would stay recording the whole time. No, well, it makes sense to turn him off for two reasons. Number one, his chair is creaky as fuck. And number two, he's going to eat despite us. So. <laughs> and the conversation is mainly between me and you. But, like, those moments to where, like, you chime in that I just had to drop because it looks like we're talking to no one. Mm -hmm. Like... Those, some of those are good conversation pieces where like he brings up a good point or I bring up or even you bring up a good point. Usually it's me or him, but sometimes it's you. I only bring up good points when I'm tired. <laughs> when you're tired of all bro our bullshit. Yes, when I'm tired of hearing everything. Mm -hmm. yeah, all right, okay. continue. <laughs> the script says D Zach's dumb intro. Yeah, because so. it always starts at my dumb intro. So... Well, you know the intro by now. It's, hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Zach Young and joined as always by me is the atrocitus to my deck star, the Kilowog to my Hal Jordan. <laughs> I was going to go with the Larflees to my St. Walker, but I don't know if that works too much. I, I was in a lantern mood this morning, but no matter what, he is the Kaiju commander to my Captain Comics. It's Tanner Bays, as always. Good morning and afternoon to did the people of the nation. Did you hear? We, we had intro night. music. I heard. It's I fantastic. Play it again for us. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I hope I don't have to pause it. So that way it you makes it seem like will. there was enough time. There's also a graphic like right above your head. I don't know if you can see that. I... It says it says number one because this is really the first episode. It is? Yeah. Haven't we recorded five of these? <laughs> okay, well, we've only released one. 
and one. that was like an issue zero. You know how comic books sometimes they have that issue zero nope. to really get it down. No I idea. See, you don't, I don't read. read. Not I can't read. There's a difference. <laughs> you can't read physically. You have the ability to read words off of a page, but you cannot. You don't have the attention span, correct? Because no. you read texts when I send them to you. You can't read words. No, I have text speech on everything I use. I actually have a handler usually. She's actually waiting in the car. Uh, she usually reads almost everything that comes to me. I'm very good at spoken. Spo- like, if you were to speak to me, I get it, right? That's why I use the phone. That's why I always call you at 3 in the morning instead of sending a text. But Is that why I always have missed calls when I wake up? Yes. Okay. Makes sense. That's why I leave everything voicemail. Okay. That's why I send the voice notes. I just struggle to read it. You do a lot of voice notes. It's the easiest way to communicate. uh, I'm glad that it is for you. The problem is almost every time when you send it to me, I'm either listening to music or I'm doing something. I'm glad to know that you couldn't stop listening to music for 30 seconds. Well, that's what I do. But the problem is like Snapchat doesn't automatically pause my music for me. So sometimes I just hit play and your voice is like fighting Fallout Boy as one cohesive thing and i can't tell what either of you are saying yeah that's which that's rough luckily that luckily i have changed our snapchat stuff so that way it stays up for 24 hours so i can just go pause my music and go back and listen to it again but that's fine because we made it here now we got quite quite a packed schedule a lot more news than we did last yes yep whereas last week we spent so much time talking about a trailer we have i got five things on this list here three of which are tokusatsu related I only know of one of these things, so you're you're gonna carry for the other subjects. Yeah, that's fine. So, the first one is just uh, if anyone's interested in collecting, probably no one here but me. Uh, there were some new lightning collection announcements for Power Rangers, and the only reason why I even bring it up is because it's all the A Squad from SPD. Okay. Like, not any actual Rangers, just the evil ones that pop up for a few episodes. For the people who listen and don't know anything about Power Rangers, would you mind explaining what SPD is? No. It's a really Thanks. good Power Rangers season. Okay. It There's is a, a really dog that it, like does things. I love him. There's a cat that does one thing. There's evil... The main kind of thing is based around the fact that the A squad of this SPD, which is basically a police organization, it really hasn't aged well in that respect, I guess. But, eh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the A squad go missing, and then the B squad take over, and the B squad is your main ranger team. Later, you learn that the A squad is actually evil as they come back and attempt to impart evil ways. It's been a while since I've watched it. Thank you for but, spoiling uh, it before I watched it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> but the A squad is only around for two or three episodes, and like by the end of this wave, we're going to have all five of them. And we've now completed the A squad before we even completed the B squad. Okay. Wait until we get a yellow ranger. Uh, another light one. Free comic book day is coming up. I think okay. it's in August this year. And they have teased that they will have the newest, coolest, and possibly most exhilarating story between Venom and Spider-Man. Okay. I just think that's a, it's a that's one hell of a claim. I'm sure it'll be good. I mean, it's going to be a free comic book day issue, so I'm sure we'll get it regardless. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh... We're gonna. We're now gonna move on the track to something that you might be able to speak about a little bit. Okay. Ultraman is getting a Netflix series. Is it a series? I thought it was a movie. I will look it up real quick. I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure, pretty it's, sure a it's a movie. Because they already had the series. Text here for a reason. I'm. All, I, I'm. I would die on the hill that it's a movie. It does say animated feature, so I am incorrect. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it's a movie. I have read nothing about it. I'm excited because I watched the series that they did. 
and I enjoyed it. I have no idea if it's by the same people, same animators, whatever. I really enjoyed it. It I don't think it did that well because I it doesn't you know how you go on Netflix sometimes it'll say it's confirmed another season is coming. Yeah, no, that's not on that. <laughs> so I'm assuming it didn't do well. I loved it. It was a different take on I don't know if it was a different take, but it's different than everything I've seen. They never went big. They just had like super the Ultraman just turned into super suits. So it was more like Common Rider, where and like they, there really isn't a big kaiju battle at the end. They yeah, just they just fought. The yeah, size. yeah, and they just fought like aliens and monsters and stuff. And it was really cool. I really liked it. I hope the movie's good. I will definitely watch it the day it drops. I you better hope it's not on a recording day because I will miss. Uh, you act we'll like all record and then go watch it, or do it the that's other actually, way. That's fair. Or yeah, do it the other way. Watch and it then, and then come talk about. That's it. the thing that we talk yeah. about later. I think that's the better idea. I'd say, well, depends on how late. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, maybe, maybe we'll sleep. do a day off recording instead of after work recording for that one. Yes. Uh, Supergirl is getting a miniseries. Yeah. And I in no way would have cared about this, except for the fact that she is definitely a pirate in that one issue. And I really just wanted to use this as an in that I think DC is really smart on how they're doing comics right now. They only have like 20 ongoing series and are just throwing miniseries at us to see what sticks. And that's giving us a lot of weird things. And I'm down for weird shit. Oh, you're a big Super Family fan, so I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I could care less. I'm going to get the first issue just because I want to check it out. Like I, read... You also really like Marauders, and they're pirates half the time in that, are they not? Yeah, they are. They're pirate okay. X-Men. Yeah. That's very fun. Pirates are fun. The last thing on the news, and this is the big thing to talk about, is TV Nihon has received a cease and desist letter from Toei. And for those who don't know what any of that means... Toei is the creator and owner of the properties for Kamen Rider and Super Sentai, which are the leaders of the tokusatsu genre, with the exception of Godzilla. Godzilla being so popular, he just straight up spawned a subgenre and is leading it, but that's not the point. Uh, stuff like Power Rangers comes from Super Sentai, and what TV Nihon did, would do is they were one of two big communities that would sub them in English for American and other English-speaking fans, because... Toei just never did it before. It's not something they were into doing, but it seems like that they now care about how this is being done, which they hadn't years before. But of course, it is their content. They can do for this what they wish. My only hope is that this means going forward that they're going to pick up the subbing. They probably won't, but TV Nihon and Overtime, the two most popular fan subs, have ceased subbing Kamen Rider and Super Sentai, which is kind of a shame because both Kamen Rider sent... Both Kamen Rider Saber and Zenkaiger, I'm not trying to do the whole Zenkaiger title, are, have been really good. They've been really fun and really good. And both Overtime and TV Nihon are done subbing them for the time being. I'm going to say, well, you told me about this a couple, a couple days ago. Very and nice I told you with these these Asian companies. They do, uh, are they Japanese? Are they a Japanese yes. company? Like, uh, Nintendo did, like, the same type of thing. They, like... They send cease and desist. Don't comment on our stuff. Don't do anything. We'll copyright claim everything you do. And it, it did. There's just really no point for it. It's more of like a just flex of company muscle. I don't think it'll last that long because even Nintendo, being one of the bigger companies, yeah, they gave up and they they do nothing but support those type of people now. So I'm sure there will be enough backlash. It'll be whatever. It they just don't get it. They don't get the. Yeah. The culture of the fans. And it's just how it, how it is and how it has been 
yeah, with those Japanese type companies. Wasn't that a huge thing with the owner of the Godzilla IP for a time? What? What just, specifically? Uh, just them being very ruthless with their properties and anyone doing anything. I remember there being stories. I don't really know the full of it. Not, re- not really, because we got that. We got the one. You couldn't get Godzilla to do anything, but Godzilla is really complicated because they said. Well, they, I remember they had like six. I think it's like six films in Godzilla that was supposed to be the last Godzilla film, and then they were gonna put Godzilla to rest and never use him again. Yeah, but it's and Godzilla. Then, yeah, and then but he, they're like, well, we need money, and then they bring back Godzilla. Yeah. So like it, it was weird. They were supposed to be done after Final Wars. And then Legendary got their the rights to have him and use him, and now they're back. They did. We had Shin Godzilla a couple years ago, which is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Oh, Shin comments common writers happening. Shin Godzilla, just go watch it. Um, <laughs> it, it, it it's weird. I don't not I don't see it to the the extent that yeah. they've gotten cease and desist. But I don't know that there could be cases like that. But I yeah. I, I don't know. And I mean, there's 100%. also the thing of uh the American Godzilla being appearing in a Godzilla movie as Zilla and getting his shit wrecked, which isn't was the fine. same, was, which isn't was the same, same thing, but it's funny as hell. Yeah, it was, that was Final Wars. That was a, that's his first, that's his like second fight in that movie. It's very, very good. Very, very enjoyable. It's a very good moment. Yeah. That's all I have for news, unless you have anything on the news bracket to add. Nope, I have no news. All right, so I guess we're moving on to the poll box. Okay. Let's go. I'm ready. So... See that transition? Yeah. I love a good transition. This is why this is episode one and that was episode zero. The spicy transition. Oh, yeah. Put a little bit of, what would you say? Cumin on that sentence. Did I leave that in the main cut? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is where I ask you where, uh, not where, where have you been reading? What have you been reading this week? Usually I read in my bedroom, but you know. So, we were very comic-heavy on episode zero, so I wanted to yes. go big kaiju. And I teased this on a TikTok that I posted a few days ago. Yes. I actually posted it today, but, like, recording days and release days are two very separate things. I did something about Ultra... But I've been reading Ultra Mega. This shit's wild. <laughs> Someone commented on the TikTok saying, I am super confused by everything you said, but it sounds interesting. And you know what? That's a very good, just, summary of Ultra Mega. <laughs> it's... Ultraman, but horror, in a way. Which is sick. Yeah. There's a kaiju virus spreading throughout the world, turning people into monsters, but like it would lay dormant for a while, and the longer it lay dormant, the more it fucked them up. Three warriors were chosen to become Ultramegas, and whenever they were around someone with the virus, both the virus would emerge and they would turn into an Ultramega. And the first issue just goes, sets up that lore, the first issue got a lot of heat when it first came out, and I understand why. Why is that? Because it really is only there to establish lore and backstory. Oh, okay. But the problem with that is you don't realize that until you get to issue two. Oh, okay. And, like, they straight up, there were reviews when issue one first came out of them straight up fridging someone. I don't know if you know the back, the backstory to the verb fridged. I would assume it would be killing, like, putting them on ice. Is it's, that not the same thing? It's of when expression? you kill a female in a story just to fuel a man's motivations. Oh, no. This I is no from idea a Kyle Rayner comic where 
No his idea longtime girlfriend got killed and stuffed in a fridge by the villain just to fuel Kyle's motivations. So oh. bad that it spawned a verb. Uh, and I will admit, if you had only read the first issue, I can understand thinking that because, like, everyone dies. <laughs> I was say, uh, this just sounds like a non-criticism. Yeah, well, it can be criticism and it can't be crit. Like, it really depends on the thing, like... Having a female in a story just for the sake of offing her to fuel a man's motivations is bad. That's not good storytelling. But that wasn't the case here. You just didn't realize that until you get to issue two. And issue two wasn't that, out. Honestly, that, that's why yeah. I say it's a non-criticism. You can't... I don't know. I just wanted to speak on that specific criticism of having Kevin out story. Like, don't let that stop you from reading the story because it justifies everything. I say, I'm a very big uh, Ultraman fan. So when you yeah. told me this was coming, I was excited. Yeah. Uh... I would ask you if I could borrow it, but as everyone knows, it's a physical book and I can't read. So what's yeah. the point? I would suggest that to your guys to see if they'll cover it when the arc wraps after issue four and the first four issues are all this thicker and they look book. very, the opening looks very cool. It's all like that. Not the opening, the, the, it's all that the cover. Like horror style art. Like there's the three ultra megas. It's very crazy. So it almost looks like a Digimon. Like, yeah, it's sick. Yeah. I'm really happy because this was a recommendation from your comic store owner, right? Yep. It was a recommendation from him because I was buying, I think it was like when Radiant Black issue two had dropped and I was just like, I'm really into these Tokusatsu heroes that they're all getting the comics and they're all getting the stuff. And he's like, well, you should check out this then. And it's one of the ones that has been coming out that's been really good, and Image just seems to be at the forefront of this because Image need just Image does these things. Image is Spawn, right? No. Spawn, yeah, Invincible. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They yeah. did all Radiant Black. Like they do most of the time. If there's an independent comic coming out, it's most likely Image. It's not always Hellboy is Dark Horse. I was gonna say yeah, I and the Avatar Hellboy comics different. are Dark Horse, and the Power Rangers comics are Boom. But Image is very specific in that. The writers and creators keep the rights. Do you know who has uh, the turtles? IDW. IDW. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so like... I, uh, I just didn't... James Heron, the writer and creator and main artist of Ultra Mega, he owns these characters, not Image. Oh, cool. So he can take them wherever. And that's always been the case with Image. That was the founding principle of Image. Sick. Yeah. Sick. So he... Ultra Mega's fighting, or the main character we're following in the first issue... He's fighting. He's kind of taking a toll on him because his purpose in life is whenever he's near a virus, he and fights him. He doesn't really have a choice in the matter. He has a wife and a son who's a son. It's like a baby. Okay. And they're, and he's just not happy about it. Eventually while fighting one Kaiju and they're just straight up called Kaiju here. It's like, it's literally called like the Kaiju virus while fighting one of them. He says, mother is coming. And he's just like, what? Eventually, he figures out that it is his ex-wife. So he had dated some... He had dated and I believe married... Well, ex-wife, so married someone and had left her 10 years ago. And the reason why he had left her is because he saw the kaiju virus developing in her and developing in his unborn son. So he left trying to keep them from going off. This has never happened before in this world. They let us know. Someone developed with the kaiju virus for 10 years and one of them being a baby. Oh, okay. Eventually, the, the mother finds him and unleashes her their son on him, who... It's a really sick design. 
It's very bloody. It's you can see it from looking. Oh, there he is. Just look at this man. Just very scary. Very different. Uh, the other two Ultra Megas join him. One of them was in retirement, kind of like walking the lands. The other one was trying to build like a robot army to fight them, so they didn't have to. They all join him for it, and they all die. <laughs> they all die, very <laughs> gruesomely. Literally, the main Ultra Mega gets his head kicked off his body. Sick. And he falls down and bathes the city he was trying to protect in blood, like floods it. And the last image is his wife holding up their child above the above the blood. She dies. This was them accusing someone of being fridged. The baby survives. The baby is who we follow throughout the story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Issue two. And I think having the baby being who we follow, I don't think that that counts as fridging because everything in that story was to propel his story not okay. just that specific yeah. instance we follow him throughout this he doesn't know his father was ultra mega and he lives yeah. in like a post-apocalyptic wasteland there hasn't been a kaiju incident in two decades 12 years i don't remember the time slot but since that battle there hadn't been probably because there weren't any ultra megas around making people flare out but also, it also outlines that the Ultra Megas versus the Kaiju is a tale war as old as time. And it really gets into it. He sends out a drone. This is a drone on the cover. To fight the Kaiju cults. Which are like, very culty. Think like, red hooded KKKs. Okay. But, like, either you follow the Kaiju or you follow no one. There's a truce between them and the last city on Earth. And by him sending out this drone to fight them, even though they're not part of the city, it breaks that truth in the kaiju cult's eyes. Oh. There's a bit of a fight. He doesn't know that he's the son of an Ultra Mega. We learn that there's a vigilante out there called... I think it's like Masked Ultra. Who we learn is kind of like Ultra Mega, but instead of like being a giant giant, he's just like... Think like Brock Lesnar, but a mask. Oh, okay. Yeah, just like still like a huge human being, but a human being-sized human being. Okay. Who's beating up the kaiju cult in the name of Ultra Mega, trying to keep peace. Okay, sick. Yeah. Uh, at the very end, they get captured. Him and his friends get captured. And that's where it ends. We, he's at a place, I believe it's called the Kaiju... It says it at the end, so I'm not even going to try it. The Kaiju Coliseum. Hmm. And that's where we're leaving. Book three comes out at, before this podcast comes out, but after we record. It comes out on Wednesday Okay. with all the new comics. Okay, issue sorry. three comes out on Wednesday. It's going to be another thick one like this. The first four on this story arc are the seven ninety nine double. I think it's actually triple length issue, which is one hell of a debut. Okay, cool, cool. It's been really good. The art's really got that horror aspect, which is what he wanted to do. And it, it's also just straight up beautiful. Yeah, it is. This it, is this is them detailing the beginning of the universe. That's sick. Yeah. Very, very good, Baron. Yeah. I'm excited to yeah. get into it eventually. Yeah, I'll probably true. read it at, once it's all out. Yeah, if it, if it all comes out and they do a video on it, Comic Story or Comic Explained, you should absolutely do it. No, I, I'll know... just, I will go out of my way to do it myself. I, I'm a huge Ultraman fan. Did you really think I was going to, like, if they didn't put something out on it, I'm not going to sure. privy myself? <laughs> I'm a huge... It, it, that's basically my domain. 
I think I texted you the minute I bought it. Yeah. You're like, and I was just, just like, just, just like, this is a thing. Did I was you like, know? I was like, congratulations. Yeah. Just, just wait till I bring Radiant Black in. That's going to be a fun day. Cool. I'm waiting till that's till the story they're on wraps up. Yeah. So, uh, what did you read, listen, watch? I, um, Heroes Reborn is what, uh, I exposed myself to. Okay. So this is the storyline that we did the trading cards for on Insane Acquisition yes. last week. He said he did not, but I, I did I don't, ask him. I, I don't need to. I, I'm good. Yeah. But um, basically, what is the understanding at this point in the two issues that I've seen okay, is that... This one is also two issues in. Yes, I believe so. But it's more more prevalent than mine. Yeah. Mine is monthly. I would say, yeah. It um, is basically a universe where the Avengers never formed. Tony Stark is still a weapons dealer. Thor is his still his is an atheist doesn't believe in anything is just a hard up drunk at a bar does he have his civilian name yes donald blake yes yeah and then dig deep for that steven one. steven or steven rogers steve rogers never got out of the I ice mean, his name is steven rogers uh the hulk still exists um rob like robbie reyes never became ghost rider and we were seeing this whole world through the eyes of blade and I, I really, I really like Blade. He really doesn't get enough appreciation. He doesn't. Times. Um, weird to think that he has like three movies. Yeah, he has a whole trilogy. Yeah. Wesley Snipes, I love you. It's also getting a reboot in the MCU at some point. We don't know when. And Wesley Snipes begged to come back as Blade. And I love <laughs> Marvel him. said, Wesley. <laughs> You're old. Just dude. go sit down. All right. We'll, we'll do you like we do Stan. You can yeah, make I almost you, you trust them to, show, to put him in in some capacity. But um, I believe that's supposed to be part of Phase 5 because it's not on Phase yeah. 4 slate. Um, Blade goes around. Blade actually, uh, the beginning of the story is him hunting down Robbie because he feels like something's wrong, but he can't remember what's going on. And he finds Robbie Reyes. And he's like, bro, what's going on? You're the Ghost Rider. Please tell me. At least you tell me you remember things not being this way. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like Robbie Reyes is like on a bike, and he's like, like you know when you like walk out of a convenience store late at night, and there's that guy who just stands out front and tries to talk to you as you walk by. Mm -hmm. He kind of has that type of vibe, and he like speeds off. He's like, I don't want to talk to you. What are you talking about? Type of yeah. type of deal. Like you're a crazy person. What are you doing? So Blade goes off and he just starts exploring through the world. And now we get to my favorite part of the two issues. Um, Dr. Doom apparently lost Latveria. It just doesn't, it, it was taken over or something or the other. He doesn't have Latveria anymore. So he decides to lead a charge on the White House and he's there. And then we see that he has the Gemma Sidorak, and he becomes Doctor Doom, the Juggernaut. <laughs> oh no! Which is absolutely sick. Um, the suit is sick. He's it looks just like just like what you would think if Doctor Doom had a Juggernaut suit. Like it, it's <laughs> it really is. It's wild. Um, we see that that's going on, and we're introduced to the heroes of this universe, I guess. And it's uh, you have Hyperion. You have uh, Dr. Spectrum. Was that his yeah, name? Dr. Spectrum. Dr. Spectrum. There was the War Princess, which is basically Wonder Woman. It's basically all of 
the Justice League. If I'm right off the top of my head, it's Hyperion, Doctor Spectrum, the Blur. Yes, the Blur. Nighthawk. Sorry, you got like two different stacks in here. Captain America is there. Uh, Power Princess. Power Princess. Power Princess. That is the uh, Wonder Woman one. Yeah. I, you know what? Because I was thinking, uh, I watched more of Invincible this morning, and I kept wanting to say War. You mean you watched more of Invincible? Uh, I can rewatch again. things if I want. <laughs> uh, Mephisto's back. Um, the heroes, the superheroes. I don't know. I don't know comic books. They're I, in the top corner. It, it says on the cards that so they're superheroes. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Just the heroes. Nighthawk. 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 All right, I was right on that one. Um, the blur. Yeah. I think that's all of them, right? Um, it's just fine. Yeah. Cause yeah. So it's those guys. Those are our heroes. They're fighting various versions of what are heroes or villains, but they're not the same. Like their Scarlet Witch is fighting the blur. But in this universe, Pietro died, and the Scarlet Witch developed his super speed. So Scarlet Witch is effectively a speedster, but also can do magic and all her crazy things, which was wild. Then um, we learned that Odin lost Asgard to Mangog, and then Mangog became the undefeatable Algog, which is also nuts. It, it's just all these different takes on these characters and if the avengers never it like it really is wild it's almost so, like a flashpoint yeah and then you guys were talking about blade earlier blades in this is he a cross between blade and the punisher no just blade he's got a skull shirt on i don't know it's just a shirt he's wearing it, 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 he it may be. be he may I, end up being. i would say he may end up it but not so far he's just scaring like he has a conversation with thor Going into, I think it is the second, the second issue, and he goes and he finds Thor. He's like, "Hey, I don't know if you're gonna believe this, but you're like a guy." He explains to Thor that he's Thor, <laughs> and he's like, "And Thor's just like, go away. I don't care what you're saying to me." And he gets real upset with him, and then Blade just leaves. So, and then later on, Thor's like, he's thinking to himself, arguing with himself, and then he slams his mug down on the table. And lightning comes down, and I think the uh, the mug becomes Mjolnir. So <laughs> it, he realizes that he's actually Thor. Instead of an umbrella or a staff, yeah. it's the mug. It's, That's great. It's just on so that happens, and then Blade is trying to figure something out. Like, literally just trying to figure something out. Because he doesn't understand why everything's like this. So he finds a way, and he finds this location he needs to go to. He goes, and it's actually where Steve Rogers is. Frozen in ice. And then we cut away to, and then we go to Hyperion and it's kind of just, they assume, you know, something about Hyperion before you come into this issue. They kind of just give you a synopsis and they kind of let Hyperion flex for like three quarters of the issue of like how strong he is in this specific comic. How like much more of Hyperion do you need to know despite that he's Superman? Well, they show you that he's a history teacher okay. in this world. And he teaches, and then he goes, and he does his Hyperion thing. Mm -hmm. He has a secret identity. He like, he's doing as as he does. Um, he flies through. Uh, he kills Galactus. Just flies straight through his head. Doesn't. There's no pre. It's just Galactus. Like I'm gonna take over, and then he flies through his head, kills him. Um, he fights the Immortal Hulk in this issue. Um, and he is going toe to toe with the Hulk. And he's like, I can't do this forever because the Hulk can do this forever. It's literally what he does. So he melts him down to goo because he knows that he's always going to come back and he will always regenerate. 
no matter what. So he melts him to go to um, effectively, I'm not 100%, but effectively to the point that the Hulk can't regenerate. Like, there's nothing left. Like, it, well, the goo is not going to be enough. You can then freeze it and put it somewhere. I, and I, they don't say that, but I guess that could be from, possible. From what Just I understand, from, the thing of the Immortal Hulk is he can heal from any injury. Yeah. If there's nothing left to heal from, yeah. then he's done. Yeah. If he's a sack of goo, I, I mean, it's kind of like um, Clayface, where he could just morph himself back. Yeah, but Clayface is made of clay. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Hulk has to regenerate his mass, and I believe there is no mass left. Okay, yeah. my bad, my bad. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, so uh, I've, effectively the Hulk is dead in this issue. I just remember that. In this universe now? That's terrifying. Yeah, which is, it, it, and then it's just Hyperion. He goes and he's, as Superman usually does, he's just sleeping in, a, in the sun, in the star, just thinking about like Because the weird thing that they do, right, is... They show that even Hyperion realizes that this is not right. The life he's living is not correct. This doesn't feel normal. So it's not just Blade, who we know of, and he knows that these things aren't right, but even Hyperion, the guy that they're trying to paint as the hero, yeah, he also realizes something's wrong. So they cut to him in class teaching, and he's all the kids start leaving. And he walks out front, and there's this, like, homeless dude sitting out front. And he's like, sir, are you here to pick up a kid? Like, what's going on? And the homeless guy gets up and starts talking to him. And he he's like, you know when homeless people speak gibberish? Like, nothing. Like, they just start saying things. Yeah. That's kind of what he's taking it as. And then Hyperion is like, all right, what's up with this guy? Like, trying to see if he's, like, a threat. And he tries to look through his jacket, and he can't. He can't use his x-ray vision on him. Which is weird because Hyperion can do – that's never been a thing before. Um, he just does whatever he wants. Like, if he wants to look through something, he's going to look through something. Are the stones a part of this universe? Do we know? Nah, n- nothing yet. Do we know of, uh, Do we know of like – because Superman can't see through lead. Has they, have they established anything like that? They haven't that? said any. They gave no reason to why he couldn't see through, see through it. It's not said that he has any weaknesses with it. He just could not see through – this dude's jacket. The Did they so, call it x-ray vision? Yes. The way that you're describing it sounds like uh, the same way that WandaVision just takes her and puts her in a community where she rewrote reality. I feel like somebody might have did the same. Po- it's possible. Yeah. But it, just doubted the, Wanda the most interesting thing online. next is that this dude... So now Hyperion's on high alert now because... There's something up with this guy that he can't see through him. Yeah. So he, he's talking to him, and the dude puts out his hand. He's like, I'll see you another day. And they shake his hand, and then Hi- you see Hyperion's arm go all, all his veins pop out because this dude is crushing his hand. And then he lets go, and as Hyperion starts to like realize that th- th- that just happened, he gets... Um, teleported away and then we see on the last panel of the last issue uh, it's Blade he teleported him away and the guy's like I should have believed you I don't know why I didn't but now I definitely know that this is not right and you see that it's Steve Rogers and that Blade got him out of the ice and it's really weird because Steve Rogers isn't Hyperion strong Steven Rogers is a super soldier but in this universe he basically just 
made Superman feel pain. I wonder yeah. if they are doing like. I wonder if they, so. There's another. This comic universe hasn't been touched for a long, long time, but it's called Amalgam. I don't know if you're aware of Amalgam. No. It was like a crossover between DC and Marvel heroes. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because in that continuity, I forget if it's Steve Rogers or Clark Kent, whatever name they give him for it. He's the super soldier. It's Captain America's backstory, but the super soldier serum was produced from an alien that crashed to Earth and died. That's how they mold those two stories. So I almost wonder if the super soldier serum in this universe was like based off of Hyperion or something like that, thus giving him different abilities. And the reason why I asked why if they called it X-ray vision is because you know why Superman can't see through lead, right? Yeah. Because X-rays don't go through lead. Not for I I, I know yeah. you know, but they might not. Yeah. Yeah. So they, like I'm just curious. It doesn't really matter. I, I, it could just be super. It could just be Steve's abilities. But. Yeah. I don't know, but it, it's looking to be interesting. So. Yeah. I it's we saw we had those cards and then I saw it. Basically, what sold me on wanting to read more of it is when I saw the Juggernaut as yeah. Doctor Doom, and then I was going to, no matter what. We also got a quick thing. I don't care about the characters, so that's why I didn't mention it, but now that I thought about it, we see Carol Danvers with uh, Doctor Spectrum. She's uh-huh. just a regular pilot. She just never became anything else. Yeah, It so says she, when Carol Danvers never became a captain. Yeah, she she's literally just a fighter pilot, and then Doctor Spectrum has to go into space and deal with things. Yeah, it sounds interesting. And again, it sounds like Flashpoint, but without a known culprit. Yeah. It's we kind of new. When Flashpoint was happening, we knew that it was either him or Thawne messing with the timeline. Yeah. Probably Thawne, and then it's revealed to be Barry. But this one, we don't know what could be causing it. It could be Infinity Stones. It could be. I don't know if it would be, but it could I just, be. Uh, from We've had a lot of Infinity Stone stories the past few years. Who really only has seen the movies, and that's my basis that I know of the comics. You read a lot of them. Tanner has seen a lot and has also watched a lot of the TV shows. From what I've seen, it just sounds like something that could be could be. Could be I don't. I don't think it's stones. I think it's a but, immensely powerful yeah. reality warper. Yeah, that it's, would be my, that would be my guess. Which I have never seen. That's the yeah. Point. yeah, yeah so. It's within the realm of the stones' powers, but we've had so much Infinity Stone stories the past few years. We've had a lot the past few years. It just doesn't sound like a stone story. Yeah, it just doesn't see, it seems like a reality warping story. I agree with you. Yeah, it's uh, the only two people. There's definitely more reality warpers that we know of, but the only two that come to mind immediately are ones that have already had this type of story before, and that's Wanda yeah. Maximoff and Richards. I don't remember his Franklin. Franklin yeah, Frank. Richards. That's yeah. the I thought of Frank. Yeah, and then I guess Franklin is more powerful than Wanda in that respect. Franklin is like up is. He's Omega level. Uh, he passed. He's like probably. Omega level I was gonna say he's like. F- he just creates. He's probably like the top uh, in the top five, like strongest other than, like the, godly beings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's probably there. Like he's nuts. Yeah. Who, who is Franklin Richards? He's Reed Richards' son, and he has the power to just change reality. He's like, the into son whatever of Reed and Sue. He's and just nuts. It's a byproduct of the cosmic radiation of their powers. Yeah. He, it's. It's cool. But he was born with his powers, so he is technically a mutant. Yeah, he's nuts. He's crazy. Yeah. On your own time, look look yeah, it up. No, like the I'll things that he does are just nuts. Yeah. I just for, I just wanted so that the viewers know. Yeah. yeah. He well. he gets bored and creates pocket universes. <laughs> yeah. No, like seriously, like he goes. Doesn't he like go on his bed and then goes underneath his covers and just starts making things? Yeah. 
He's, it's really he's is mad. yeah. It's crazy that a kid has that much power. It's a very good story. Yeah. yeah. When they go over that, it's a good story. Yeah, it's like the reason why I there's only a few there's only like a couple of things that get me hype about seeing Fantastic Four being incorporated into the MCU, and that's Doom and Franklin Richards. I don't care about the main four anymore. I like which is sad, but it's okay. It is sad, but I think a lot of people share that opinion. And that's, I, 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 I would, I really think that's not true, but okay. I think Mr. Fantastic would be a great, um, they're all great. They're all good with his intellect, with the things that he could do definitely in the MCU. It's nice to have more to super them. smart person. Yes. No, I do yes. agree with it. Yeah. We had this conversation before and I 100% agree that having the fantastic four incorporate into the MCU is a good thing. Yeah. So that way we don't fall into, because the past throughout the first three phases of Marvel, we've just had the oh where'd you get that high tech piece of things? Oh, favor from Tony Stark. Yeah. And like in Falcon and Winter Soldier, we got a lot of like favors from Wakanda. Yeah. And incorporating like Richards and even like Pym being there, it's not everything coming from one place, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. I agree. We just need Hank Pym to stay around. Yeah. Because his character's really old, and I'm sure he'll probably die in the next one. Probably. I don't know. I don't really care. Are we uh, moving on to what we watched? Yeah, we can. Week? We can move on to the watch list. Yes. Yeah. What, 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 have, what have you been watching? Well, normally this goes the other way, and I ask you first. Well, go ahead. Ask me then. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm not scared. I watched The Boys on Amazon Prime. Um, I'm going to start this off with... I don't know if this is a hot take. We go from one Justice League clone to another. I'm going to say, uh, I don't know if this is a hot take. The Boys is twice as good as Invincible. It and is a hot take. And, as, and I don't I don't think it should be a hot take. I think if you watch both... It's so hot. I guess... I would say, I guess it's... I guess it depends on the person you are. Um, mm-hmm. It being in live action didn't take anything away from it, which I thought it would, and it didn't. Everything hit. Everything was cool. All the characters are sick. I am not going to spoil anything. I'm going to tell you to go watch it. It's very good. The way the characters interact, the way the world goes, it, it, for a basis of the show, it's if the Justice League and superheroes went corporate, became their own company, and then started selling out their rights to protect the planet. And how, if, it, we, we all know that companies are corrupt, that's the yeah. the trope usually in these shows, yeah. and it, it's just, it's nuts, it's crazy. Imagine having to contract Superman. Which it, is, this is where Homelander comes from. He's Homelander is very good. Um, right? Th- He's yeah. the Superman. He's yeah. like an Homelander is Superman. Superman. Like his flag's literally, his, his cape's flag literally a flag. Is the flag, yeah. They do, they do a thing on that. You'll see that in the show. That's very good. I just tell you to go watch it. Um, if you don't like, if gory stuff is not your thing, then you will like, well, I don't know because Invincible's really gory too. But I think seeing it in real life and seeing it animated is two different type had, of feelings. So, I'm only bringing this... If I know it, then I think it's fine to do. Isn't, like, the main protagonist, one of the leader of the boys or whatever... Yes. Isn't it, like, his loved one gets... Yes, yeah, yeah, I got to do it. No, 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 It's a preview thing. I can say this. Don't watch the previews. I, I will stand by that, too. Don't watch... The boys has two has two seasons. It's yes. a preview for the first season. And I, I watched that. I shouldn't have watched it. I'm telling you, just go out and watch the show. If you haven't seen it, just go out and watch it. Because if you don't know that's coming... Then it hits. It, okay. It, it's like really. Fine. Yeah, no. They don't need to know. You don't need to know. Because if you see it and you don't. Because when you when I watched it, I knew it was coming. So I was waiting for it. And you don't need to wait for it. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you people go watch it. It's very, very good. 
from a story arc perspective, um, and you were saying the one of the main protagonists, you don't really even have protagonists in this. It that's really yeah, that's fair like to say. Everyone is neutral to their goal. It is. Honestly, so, it's like it's a, story a, it's, line, a, it's, a okay. it's a character. All the characters yeah. are chaotic neutral. That's why yes. I called them protagonists. Well, there's and one not hero. There, mm-hmm. Star Starlight is probably the only character that is just a protagonist. Uh, protagonist. Hero. Yes. No. Yes. So listen, She's... protagonist and antagonist. This doesn't mean hero or villain. This means no. person we're following to complete their goal. Like in Infinity War, the protagonist is Thanos. That's an example to go by there. Pro- that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean good or bad. It means person we're following to their goal. What he said is, I would say, what he said probably still stands. Like it's very, it's be it's you follow. It's very dark and it's a very, it's very good. It's a great take. Did you watch it? No, no. Okay, then. I would say yeah. yeah, You really you need to go watch it. I think it's much better than Invincible, and I I I really liked Invincible, but I I was enamored in this show. I couldn't stop watching. It was so good. I, That's I, what had to, told me. I had to watch everything and then I had a flight home and so I downloaded all of my things so I could just watch it on the flight. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go home now and watch season two well, and the next podcast, that'll be what I cover. Okay, well, not now. <laughs> in a little bit. No, right now. Oh. I'm going right, we'll, we'll to see be, you guys later. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, so what do, what did you watch this week? So I've been very busy the past week, so I haven't had a chance to watch anything new, but given that new episodes come back... Again, before this podcast comes out, but after we record, I figure I could give you a quick synopsis of the first five episodes of Superman and Lois. Okay, just make it quick. I... <laughs> it's good, though! I don't care. It's actually good. Okay. So, one of the things, and this is one of the things I said to you before, is what sets this apart from the other shows that are on the network, it airs on the CW, from this one, is that it has an HBO budget. So, okay. unlike... The admittedly pretty terrible CGI that stuff like Supergirl or The Flash gets, this gets proper, and it's really good. It's actually really good. We don't fully know where it's going. It follows Superman and Lois, title of the show, as they move to Smallville with their two sons, Jordan and John. Jordan and John. Which I called criticism of when it first aired because I didn't know why you would name Superman's son Jordan. He's named John after his Earth father. I thought you should have named him Sam after Lois's dad until later they reveal that he is named after Jor-El. And I take back that criticism because that's actually really good. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Jordan gets powers and John doesn't. For some reason, I keep wanting to call John Jason and I don't know why. He gets powers and Jason... Jordan gets powers and John doesn't. That's kind of the crutch of the show is Superman balancing, first of all, fighting evil. There's this stranger that keeps attacking him that has mounds of kryptonite. We learn that his name is Luther. Looks like he's from a different Earth. This hasn't been confirmed yet, but we're pretty sure it's supposed to be Alexander Luther from Earth 3, which is the crime syndicate Earth. Okay. Where, like, Superman is evil and known as Ultraman and all this other stuff, although he's clearly Superman in this, but it doesn't matter. And, like, distrust between General Sam Lane, who has a run-in with the stranger, who's just like, you know, you shouldn't trust him, because he'll lead you to hell. And he gives him, like, a Superman emblem that says hell on the back, and he turned around, and it's, like, 7734. There's a lot of building in it. It's a lot of, like, bedrock building and going up, but it's really well done. For a show that relies on two kid actors, it's surprisingly good. 
I have been on record in saying that child actors are horrible. That includes you. I've been on record in saying that child actors. I can cut that out if you hate that. No, no, no. For the audience, I do theater. You're not a child actor anymore. I don't think child actors are always horrible. No, a lot of them are good. Have you seen Stranger Things? Yeah, I was going to say. Stranger Things is is an example of good child acting. I was going to say Stranger Things, The Kids in Quiet Place. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, like there's, oh, I, I think that's a that's a bad take. There's a lot of good. Examples. I think Disney shows have bad child actors. Okay, well, uh, there you go. Uh, I was like, there's bad child acting even, if you want that. But that's, that's all I'm going to give you. Let's hit pause, reverse, and just say that most Disney Channel shows just have bad acting. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can be more general with that statement. Uh, a lot of times when kids aren't the focus of the show or movie, their acting can be pretty atrocious uh if they're the focus you have people that go out more on it which is how a lot of things are okay but they're really well done getting lots of emotional beats and especially when like you have moments because they're twins and jordan is like the diagnosed anxiety diagnosed like the nerd the dork the person who isn't popular and jonathan is like the football star quite literally oh in getting the powers jordan like tries to be his brother a bit to where he even tries out for the football team which is a bad idea and we get the best part of this entire show and that is tyler holchin who also voices sephiroth in the final fantasy 7 remake if you didn't know as superman clark kent but most importantly clark kent being a dad don't ask why this is the greatest thing to come out of superman in the past five years Hmm, past 10 years clark kent being a dad is the greatest thing in the in superman lore right now him showing up to football practice saying i need to be a coach and the coach is being like well we're already full we don't we can't do all this because he wants to keep an eye on his sons one of them who has power since he's playing football and and his wife lois just yelling did he mention he'll do it for free and the coach is being like you can carry the water and he them <laughs> throwing this big water jug at superman who then has to play it off like he's being like tackled by it. It's so funny. And Tyler Holchin plays it off so well. He's so good at it. Him walking up to his sons who were just got off the the bus in their in their gear, put him like struggling to put the water jug down carefully and then saying like, "You see, it's the gave me this coat, they gave me this hat." Cuz Tyler Holchin's a dork, right? <laughs> and I I stand by that Clark Kent should be a dork. And it's just, he plays it good, and that's a big part of it, is I think the casting, all four of your main people are on point. They're just good. Lois is great. She's chasing down this corrupt billionaire who's buying up places in Smallville, trying to turn it into, like, uh, it's the story of, like, taking advantage of a small town that needs jobs to exploit it for means. It's basically what's happening in Smallville. And Lois is trying to stop it. He buys the Daily Planet, so Lois fucking quits after they change her story around. So now, like, she's working out of this local Smallville newspaper. It's a lot of weird situations for Superman characters to be in. But as much as I love the classic Superman living in Metropolis with Lois and them working for the Daily Planet, the way you get an interesting story is putting them in different situations. And I'll praise this show for trying something different. Especially when it's as good as it is. And And episodes return this week because it trades off with Supergirl. And where does that air at? Episodes air on the CW. Epi- past episodes are available to stream on HBO Max. I might watch it. So go, so go watch yeah. it if you care. 
watch the first episode and then watch the rest. From what I found, the CW shows pretty solid. If you like the CW shows, you'll love this. I think you can love this and not like the CW shows because the CW shows do have a lot of faults. As someone who has religiously watched Flash and Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> there are a lot of faults in those shows. There's a reason why you won't hear... I might bring Legends one day. You won't see me bring Flash or Arrow or Supergirl to here. Legends is sick. And I know you'll appreciate that. But I might bring I Legends. But I will tell you this. What? I have watched, I want to say, a season and a half of Supergirl. Which It took me a season and a half to watch that show and be like, all right, I'm no longer in love with Supergirl. I'm going to stop watching. Yeah. I really that like... is fine. Yeah, I really like the first Supergirl. season. My, I really like the first season of Supergirl. The second season, it's got Superman, and I love him. That's it. <laughs> it's got Supergirl too. Did you watch it? I watched. For, I watched the first all two of seasons. It, it should have only taken me like six hours to get through what I got through. There's a <laughs> lot of pausing, people. A lot of pausing. She's very, very entertaining. All right. I'm gonna. I'm done thirsting over Supergirl. Did you forget what's next? Nope. We're actually at the end of at the end of that segment. We're supposed to stop recording and then record a separate thing that I need for. I need the cut in to be different. I got the beep in the mic. It's funny. It says it's going. My so microwave I think we're food good. is done. That's what. Sound going. Video going. Let's roll. All right. All right, and we're here at the main event of the evening. Had a bit of extra on that one, I think. Yeah, a little bit of, just a bit extra. <laughs> bit of extra spam. I'm excited, all right? Stop. You're excited. I know. I'm excited. So the main event is wherever we have whatever nerd thing we're doing, whatever thing we're pitching to whatever creative body be in charge and probably never happen because we're nerds who just want nerd fantasies. Well, I, I don't say that. I have pull in, in my communities. I don't know about you, but I do. I know people. So what are we doing this week? Because we let you decide. Uh, we did. We let me decide. Uh, this week, we are having uh, a relapse because we avoided all kaiju talk last week. I and um, I need. I decided that I need to take over. So we're going to be doing this week. All of us are going to pitch. I will pitch a few because this is my, my, this is, You're the this is my kaiju. area. Yeah. You and I remember the conversation where we decided on this very differently. What do you mean? I remember me saying we focused heavily on comics and that we should do something kaiju and that I wanted you to come up with something because you are, of course, the kaiju commander. Okay. So we do uh, remember that conversation very differently, but I'm not going to get into it. Uh, yeah, there's no need to post screenshots on the video or anything to show how the conversation actually went. Yeah, there's just ahead. no need for that. Yeah. Um, there's different inflections. You just didn't get it. It's okay. So we're just pitching kaiju we want, we think could work. Whatever, whatever your reasoning be to pitch a kaiju into the legendary monster verse. I have a couple. I know Arteki has one. I know you have one. Yes. I don't know which one of you wants to start it off. Do you want me to start it off? I'm I'm open to anything. Um, I say you go, then one of us goes, then you go, then one of us goes, and then you end it. That's fine. Three. I did that works. That works for me. Okay. Cool. So I'm gonna start off with. Um, this is a childhood favorite. Um. I used when I was growing up. I had a GameCube, and there was Destroy All Monsters Melee, which was probably my favorite Godzilla game, probably to date. I haven't played the PS4 one, which I'll probably like because it has like a million like monsters. But it was like a an arena fighting game. It 
it's I would say it's pretty good. I don't know. So like Tekken, Mortal Kombat, or Smash Brothers? None. It's just you're in a city and you fight other monsters. You have like basic grabs, your specials, you can throw stuff. It's very simple, but it just takes place on a cityscape. So Tekken. <laughs> but it's well, it's a joke. It's not a fighting game, but it, it is a fighting game. So, so it's I'm, more like Yakuza. Okay, I'm not going to try to... I'm not doing this. Um, I used him all the time. He was one of my favorite characters. Megalon. Now, for those who don't know, Megalon is a bug-looking kaiju. He has drills for hands, and he's been in one Godzilla film, which I believe is just Godzilla versus Megalon. And he is the kaiju of an underground society that comes up to the surface of the earth to take over essentially this is a very this is an old godzilla film um and i think he works in the monster verse because we have hollow earth did we, we see this video did we see the movie on hbo max when we were scrolling through the other night yes i think it is on there's there. a lot of old godzilla movies it's on all HBO that max, era apparently. godzilla films are all on hbo max okay. and he's from that era now just removed the yeah ones we have um we have the hollow earth which i think was the most interesting part of the last movie it was the coolest place to be now with megalon being from an underground society i feel like you could take it to a place to where in the hollow earth it looks like godzilla and the kong the kongs ran it we could figure out an idea a place where early man actually also found their way down to the hollow earth, mm -hmm. whether they, and they even go under even deeper, if you want to say that, whatever. And they found this creature and this creature became their champion. And he's almost like a myth. Like you find cave paintings or whatever it be in the hollow earth. You see man down there, which would be weird to find man in the hollow earth cave paintings. And then Megalon, is on the cave painting and he's we just Megalon wasn't really hard to deal with I, he kind of was but he wasn't mm -hmm. I believe I don't want to get my movies mixed up but I believe we got Jet Jaguar the Ultraman ripoff in this movie <laughs> in Godzilla vs. Megalon we can do away with all that and we can just make Megalon like super strong yeah however you want to do it they find the monster the, the early man helped create the monster whatever you want but just because we have the hollow earth and having Megalon be part of this underground society in the old movies, I feel like you could find a way to make that work and make it make sense. I really like Megalon. I, I want to say he's kind of a fan favorite because I feel like he makes it into a lot of things that aren't always... Like, I feel like uh, the fans really like that. Like, he's not Gigan or King Ghidorah or Godzilla Mothra, but he's like on that Anguirus Megalon... I like recognize Megalon two of those he names. Is a, he yeah, is a fan like he he's not Destroyer. He's like on that. I I don't think a lot of people like Biolanti, but on that second tier of, we really like these characters, but we don't stand these characters. So that would be that would be the one I think would be easiest to adapt. That was my, you could make this work. Hollow Earth could be more explored because we weren't down there a lot, and I don't want them to leave Hollow Earth. 
I don't want them to just move on from that concept. You've introduced an area to explore. Yes, let's explore it. Yeah. Explore it now, and then some flashbacks. Just keep, just keep it integral. Yeah, yeah. I just oh, want to yeah, keep cool. it integral through the MonsterVerse, because I think it's a very cool, sick place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever you introduce an area like that, you'll want to keep yes, going there, it, see what's there. Because, I mean, it's beautiful. It's a, it's, it is beautiful. I love the cinematic, seeing it. Um, if you've ever played Ark Survival Evolved, it's like kind of there. It is kind of reminiscent yeah. of that. I would like to, like you were saying with the humans, I would like to see what it's like where a human is living amongst them. Yeah. More than they would be with Godzilla and King Kong and. Yeah, that that would be that'd be my first. So which one are you going next? So I, I don't want to go next, but I did mine more of like I pitched the whole movie idea. Okay, okay that's fine. Okay, I understand. Did you go and do that that direction? Um, in a sense. Okay. In a sense, I could. I have two pictures. I have I have I ones like that. Don't feel okay. pressured. Like well, I, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Oh was, no, I'm was, fine with it. I was like, I knew I had to do a lot, so I didn't go in depth on every one of them. I have one, and you know, I have one where I have an entire movie. Pitch. I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready till awesome. you mention them, and I'm just gonna start going off a little. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Because it's made me look up stuff about him. Okay, so who who are we going? Zach brought it up first. So, so okay. you, you're being So I full admittance, I had a bit when I created this, I had what I like to call a nerdgasm, which means I went a bit too hard and a bit too much. So this would It's not possible, it's Godzilla film. <laughs> so it would probably never happen, but screw it. Okay, go ahead. Tanner also might tell me that this won't count, but we're gonna go for it anyway. Oh please don't. Okay, go ahead. He should have expected this. So I would bring in some, probably a kaiju that we've seen before, or someone that can come back to fight. It doesn't matter what. It's the opening battle. Godzilla's got Okay, so something. one of the horrible original monsters they showed at the end of King of Monsters. Done. All right. Yeah. Like, Fix just, that for you. So, Perfect. Someone, someone <laughs> quick know. fight, quick win. Godzilla doesn't need to, we don't yeah. need to spend much time here. And then he gets attacked by something mystical, something we don't see. And we pan away to the humans who are doing, who knows, who are just doing human things. Okay. Maybe like a general or something. Godzilla movies have that, right? Yes. Yeah. He's looking over a secret project, reminiscing about the, the battle that happened between Godzilla and Kong. I t- still haven't seen it, so I don't really know how it works. I know Mechagodzilla gets a shame. involved and there's a whole fight. It really is a shame. My friend was really talking up about taking me to see it and then never did, but it's fine. This is not an at me, is it? It's it absolutely it. Why? Why? I told you it was not the plan to take you. I told you I had plans with somebody else. That is no. It is fine. So we all went to Applebee's, and Tanner's like, we should all go see this movie together. And he's like, guys, I can't. I'm going with dad. But yeah. like. Okay. To put respect on my father, the guy who nurtured my love for this genre, imagine telling, like, you're a samurai and the, your master asks you anything. Imagine me just saying, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm going to go with somebody else. I can't do that. The funny part, the real funny part about that conversation is that he says this whole thing to us about, like, about how he's going to go see it with us because he has to take us first. Then I remember yeah. saying, it's like, didn't you and your dad go and see King of Monsters first when it came out? And he's just like, yeah, but that was a completely different time. <laughs> It got me so much. I was like, "Really?" I could I couldn't say it. To, you should have seen his face when I said, "Well, I kind of already made plans." Yeah, I fully you assumed you that you were going to see it with him. First. My dad looked devastated. Yeah, I completely understand. Like having like a very specific thing that you and your dad bond over when you don't have a lot. You should have seen the look on my dad's face when I told him that I was going to go see the midnight release of Captain America: Civil War. But swiftly moving on. <laughs> uh, Okay, so go ahead. They fight through, Godzilla gets attacked, and we go to the general who's reminiscing about the battle. You know, 
saying like maybe we should have different countermeasures in place and you see him flipping through a contact book just kind of like scribing down names of maybe people he could call if shit gets bad because you don't know anymore I don't know what are the origins of Mecha Godzilla in that movie to be spoilery. Imagine that that voice got. Oh, the in the new movie. In yeah, where what he where's he, he popping up from? He pops up from oh my, I don't remember the organization, but there's this evil company okay. that makes that makes him. They have one of King Ghidorah's skulls, and they okay. kind of do like a in the Pacific Rim where they do the Jaeger thing. Yeah, where they put the helmets on. They have a neural link. They do a neural link between the they get a skull inside Mechagodzilla and then they have a skull that he links in with his brain and okay. they that's how they control Mechagodzilla. Okay, so it's created from like an evil corporation thing or whatever. Yes. Okay, that's fine. That works almost perfectly. Uh They fight later on. We see Kong, we get a quick flash of Kong. He's in Hollow Earth right now or something like that, yes, right? He is. Doing doing King Kong things. Apex yes. Cybernetics. That is that is the name we're of the company. For. Sorry, that is the name of the company. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, we're gonna cut for a second. Tanner, back up a few inches. I'm sorry. He's he's doing it, and you're just like. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I'm back up. Thank so you. I didn't want to keep going. Then he gets an alarm for a kaiju attack. Okay. He says, "Try to get Godzilla. Try to summon Godzilla in some way, or some way, shape, or form." And they say, "That's the problem, sir. It is Godzilla." We see Godzilla rampaging through the city, clearly not in his right mind, wearing some sort of inhibitor collar that's forcing him to do bad things and to to good people. Bad things to good people. Not bad things to bad people, because that's fine. Okay. I need a reason for these two to fight, okay? Okay. They call upon some help. They try to get King Kong up. And we've really cemented God Godzilla as the king of monsters, because, to be fair... It's Godzilla. This is not a conversation you need to move on. I know. I understand okay. that. So he is able to easily dispatch everyone. They keep trying, keep trying. I assume you would have some storyline actually happening in this, but I'm just going over the fights because that's all that matters to me. Okay. The military then reveals that they've been working on their own Mecha Godzilla that they send out and fight and is then easily destroyed. Some sort of way of, we tried to replicate this without using evil kaiju. It didn't work. We based it off old plans that we got from a friend. It didn't work. Do we know about the friend? What are you talking about? Well, we'll get there. Okay. Because yeah. that, that's where I would... If you were just going to have a Mecha Godzilla that just gets destroyed, I would just not make it a Mecha Godzilla. Make it a robot that they made and then either make it Jet, Jaguar. Just to get in more kaiju in the okay. film. Okay, yeah, fair make enough. Make it a Jet Jaguar or make it Mogira. Fair enough. Jet Jaguar from the Megalon film yep. or Mogira from Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. Fair enough. I don't know enough about it to get that in, but like that's why that's perfect. That's perfect. I that's that's perfect. Like just some sort of like we attempted the same sort of thing in case something like this happened, and it it just flat out doesn't work. This was an attempt from we've seen a kaiju fighting robot before. It worked. Here it isn't. Oh no. Whoever, whatever good kaiju that are alive, I don't know what's going on in the monsterverse right now. Okay. I've I tried to watch the first movie from it the other day, but it was taken off HBO Max. Yes. We real I did try. Yeah, we yeah. And this is where like big climax of the movie is happening. Everyone is attacking Godzilla and the general finally says, Screw it. He grabs a red phone. The phone has to be red. It only has to be red because I will live for every single Batman sixty six reference I can get out of this. Okay. Calls it and says, like, I know I'd never reach this number, but we need you. We need them to fight him. He hangs up and you hear a Tyrannosaurus roar from over the hillside. 
and you see a pink pterodactyl fly over. It's the Power Rangers if you don't already get this. I want I want oh, a Meg so I want Jesus a Megazord Christ. versus Godzilla fight, please. I'm so upset. If it if it makes you happier, they get wrecked. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> oh my. All right, continue. God. They form the Dino Tank. They shoot at him. Godzilla's like, "Bitch, please." I I want I I need this to be known. I was going to put in our group chat when we decided on this. Zach, you can't do the Power Rangers. The problem is I don't know any kaiju. Then look them up. Do research. <laughs> Bobby looks so offended. He did so much research. You have a 40-minute drive to work. I have a 40-minute drive to work. What I do is I sit there and I click on YouTube the next video of Kaiju. And I just kept listening and I kept listening and I kept looking stuff up after. Let Just let, let him finish. Let I told him, you. Maybe it gets better. Maybe, uh, to be I'm honest, maybe it gets better. God, it gets I've better. seen worse movies in the last 78 hours. It gets, a st it gets a stupid bloody moment at the end where Godzilla gets to fight and take down a bunch of people alongside of him. Because I only know how to do versus movies the way that Hollywood knows how to do versus movies. And even the way that <laughs> It's corny. Even the way you did it, you could have just... Oh no, it's corny. It you could have got Tommy in the movie, he could have picked up the phone, and then he could have fought the Dragon Zord, which is loosely based on Godzilla. And that would have been perfect. Excuse yeah. me, sir. Where do you think I was going? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you said the pink pterodactyl. I was like, are you kidding? Rodan? What is happening? Are, are you kidding? Are you you're saying I Rodan was just going to have them fight the Megazord? <laughs> Obviously, the Dragonzord has to pop up. What, what do you think okay, I am? Okay, uh, finish. Megazord comes out. Megazord gets easily dispatched. We hear the sound of the flute. We okay. see Tommy on a building top. The Dragonzord rises out of the water. Because the Dragonzord is yeah. It's a robot version of Godzilla. That's what it is. Yeah. The fights gets easily dispatched. They try doing the different combinations, even bring in Titanus for the Ultra Zord, until eventually they realize that the collar around Godzilla's neck is basically like a collar of darkness. It's a Rita thing. Yeah. Because that's a thing. They do a couple weird combinations until they can get a strike on it, and it falls off. Godzilla realizes there's a weird moment between Tommy and Godzilla, because if Tommy's commanding the Dragon Zord, he can have that sort of little thing with him. And then we see Rita's staff at the ground. Chasm opens up. We get giant Goldar, Squat, and Babu. And this is basically the excuse to do all the finishing moves from both of them. You can get a finishing, multiple finishing moves from all of them. Just big, stupid. Because I don't know any kaiju. I didn't feel like doing research. Because I understand that you have that 40 minute. First of all, my drive to work is not 40 minutes. It takes 40 minutes to get here, which is 30 minutes away from my house. Uh... I had to do other things throughout the week, like edit the videos that are going up. Mm -hmm. And that's the one I knew, and I had a half-decent idea. And that's what I got. That's okay. All right. I knew you weren't going to like it, and I think yeah. I told you you weren't going to like it. We're not disappointed in, yeah, we are. in you. Because the technical kaiju fight, I argue, is Goldar at the do. end. but. All right. Um. Your turn again to Do you want to go, Bobby? <laughs> Do you, do you need a minute? I think I need to recover Because I, I can pitch He acts like he didn't think this was coming. Yeah, I didn't. I genuinely thought you okay. were going to... I did my research. If you want to... If you want uh, no, me to pitch I'll, two, I'll, we'll pitch I'll, two back I'll pitch, I'll pitch I almost one. tried to come up with an Ultraman one, but I just didn't know enough about him to try it. It's okay. Take a minute. I'm excited uh, now. No, I, I, I'll go. I'll do this, and then I'll let you oh, be okay. excited, and then we'll roll your excitement into my excitement. Okay. So... The next one I think is a fan. It, I don't think is a fan favorite character, fan favorite kaiju. Um, I know it's a fan favorite because I have uh, my friend RJ. Shout out RJ, RJ, who knows almost nothing about Godzilla, but went to go see Godzilla movies with me. 
but he knows of the Godzilla characters because he also played the video games as a of kid. Okay. And the one kaiju he always brings up because it had a broken move in the God in the GameCube game okay. was Destroyer. Because Destroyer has this beam sword that like it, it hit you from across the map, it didn't matter, you lost. So Destroyer is basically crustaceans that were affected by the oxygen destroyer testing on Godzilla. Like basically what made Godzilla Godzilla. Mm-hmm. It's what has happened to these bottom-feeding crustaceans. Okay. They got the same thing. But they're crustaceans, so there's a bunch of them. Yeah. And it slowly starts to... They pop up and they start... They're gnarly-looking creatures, for those who don't know. So my idea is they they show it, and I think every single one of these Godzilla movies, that the scene of Godzilla getting hit by the nukes with his spines coming out of the water, out by that island in that great black and white footage. They show it in almost all of the films. So we just expand on that, and we get... You can basically just take the story straight from the Godzilla vs. Destroyer movie. Yeah. yeah, You just get rid of all the parts where... in If you've seen King of the Monsters, at the end, remember when he gets hit with the nuke and gets supercharged? Yes. That whole thing is from Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Okay. Because in that film, Godzilla is melting down because he has so much radiation. And then that's what gets him to kill Destroyer because Destroyer is basically what they... Ch- the. I guess the, the theme of Destroyer is the death of Godzilla. That's okay. what the film was pitched as. It's one of the many films that is, this is the last Godzilla film. We're killing Godzilla. <laughs> it doesn't really happen, but... Yeah, you gotta love a cash cow. Yeah. So, it's that's basically it. It's just the you can have the thing where these crustaceans come together, they form Destroyer, they can deform off of each other to be little tiny versions and stuff like that. <laughs> think of um, anime fans, think Majin Buu type of thing, okay. where they can deform, reform into bigger versions, it, that type of idea. And you can have Godzilla versus Destroyer, the first fight, it be against the swarm, a swarm of a bunch of little ones. You can have our our humans can be trying to figure out maybe not a vaccine but something that kills these crustaceans, maybe a reversal. However, you know it's kaiju movie logic, so yeah. you can expend it. You can and we can get an, it can be just another standalone Godzilla film. I don't need all the other kaiju. I just need Godzilla and I need Destroyer in this case, yeah. the kaiju that fights Godzilla. Yeah, we get the big fight at the end where. Destroyer gets big. I want to keep Destroyer as this force that kills Godzilla without Godzilla having any help. So if Godzilla doesn't get an assist, mm-hmm. then Destroyer is winning. And I don't want it to just be humans like how it was corny in the second film, how all the jets lined up behind Godzilla. I don't like the second legendary Godzilla film. I don't know if that's evident, but I don't like it. Oh but, my Godzilla. Stop. I've got a. I've got a pitch, but another, another, not a pitch, but another thing to add to what you're saying. Let me, so. let me finish it up. So yeah. this is how in the, in this movie, I would do Mogira, Jet Jaguar, or the one that I would really want. This is where I would do good Mechagodzilla, effectively good Mechagodzilla. And I would do Kiryu. You take, okay. they've shown two of the King Ghidorah skulls. We can retcon do whatever we got to do they found it in hollow earth whatever because a curious thing is that he's made around the original godzilla skeleton yeah and then he gets possessed by the soul we don't have to do all that but i would like to keep the 
it's made of Godzilla so it can kill Godzilla. I want to do that type of thing. Say we find stuff in the hollow earth. If the axe is still down there with a scale, you're not uh, you're not going to tell me that you can't find a skeleton. Same type of yeah, deal. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to that's, suggest. So then at the end of the movie, we get Godzilla and Kiryu. You can... I would keep it a complete secret. I wouldn't allude to it through the whole movie. I would make it that last second. I'm fine with that being an ex machina. Like, okay. I'm fine with it coming in at the end of the movie and it being crazy, being ridiculous. They overpower, destroy it, and that's it. You can... And the way that... Why I think Kiryu works the best. He has this absolute zero cannon. Mm-hmm. You can have Godzilla hold him back, do whatever he's got to do, mess him up, keep him held down, whatever, however you want to choreograph it. I'm not yeah. going to do all that. And then you have him hit it with the absolute zero cannon, and we can have the final shot of Destroy getting hit and then him trying to deform to get away from it. And then we get the sick, this is ice, You somebody touches it, Godzilla blasts through it, and it explodes into a million pieces. That type of deal. Yeah. But... That's who I would want. That's one of the ones that I would really want. I think that works well. And Destroya is a fan favorite. It's yeah. one of the better uh, better selling Godzilla films. And it, the guy is just iconic. He looks wicked. It, like, it's got a cool last name. Yeah, and it is like it is the antithesis of this is the death of Godzilla. And that's yeah. why it looks as wicked as it does. So, yeah. I like it a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I like what did that you, one What too. did you want to add? What were you gonna, thinking? So, I was going to run it along with my two pitches. Not he not to... Um, he did say he had to. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it's okay. Go with ahead. The, with the one I was talking to you about earlier with the YouTube video I was watching. I'm not going to say the name to spoil it just yet. Yeah. But something that people haven't seen yet... Th- that is how I personally would want Godzilla to die, but I'm not a fan of the original, and I'm, I'm not a fan of everything before because I haven't seen them. I haven't gone through them. As a person coming in, I think a completely different force that is I – I'll talk about it later, but I wouldn't want um, – what is the character again that you pitched – just um, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Destroyer. Destroyer. I wouldn't want Destroyer to My chemical romance kill song. Godzilla just yet. Yeah, no. You're, are you saying that Godzilla would die from Destroyer? Oh, one, 100%. It's one of the few kaiju, if that, he didn't have in the original movie mm-hmm. being going radioactive and melting down. Destroyer gives, like, gives him the hands. Like, it's not... And I don't think it's close. Mm-hmm. Like, Godzilla is that dude, but also... That era of Godzilla, he's not... It, when you rank him amongst a bunch of the other Godzilla, he's not that strong. Yeah. yeah. It's when, like, to give a comic book example, it's like the existence of Doomsday. His creation is to end this character. Yeah. So yeah. he's able to. Yes. He's basically, if the hydrogen bomb were a kaiju, that is what Destroyer <laughs> <Okay>. is. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. It, like, it really... Cool. It's kind of, kind of almost what it is. So I have a... If we are creating the universe, in a sense, creating what we will be seeing throughout um i would pitch a movie that my next pitch would be a movie that comes before destroyer okay um so you're ready for my pitch like yeah go ahead go go all right um so for old movie lovers he was in one or two films and some of the comics um king caesar if dope pick dope pick 
I, I, with my research, he's super cool. Originally from uh, China and ended up being a protector of one of the families. Um, then seemed to have even be cre been created by man. Um, possibly. It's, it's a possibility. But, um, or at least the gargoyle type statues that he is, is yes. represented for it. I would love to see him. And so Caesar is, if you've, <laughs> if you've ever watched Teen Wolf, I just saw it earlier today on accident, and it's actually a pretty decent description. The werewolves, how they look in that. Caesar, it is kind of close. He stands there, like a man, um, but he's he, he's almost like the hunchback where he stands over just a little bit. So he's not fully squatted, but his legs are bent and he looks like if you put a robe around him, he'd be an old man. You know what I mean? I, w I wouldn't say that. It might be because I haven't seen the old movie in a while. I remember him in he's, Final Wars. He's, and he's, he's in full he's, armor. He's like, there, there's different... I was like, he's taking all. He's like Usain Bolt in that movie. He he's moving. This is, so there are different versions of. King oh, Caesar. so you're you're taking the concept of King Caesar and altering him to put him in exactly. Okay, Sorry, okay, I, no, that's fine. All right, never mind. I take that. back what I said. So, um, as King Caesar, the original King Caesar, um, was a master in martial arts. He he would fight. He would know all these moves, and he was quick as lightning. He would be quicker than Godzilla, even intellectually, to outsmart him. But he was also smart enough to not fight him because he knew that he'd get his ass kicked. It's Godzilla. Um, in yeah. my version of King Caesar, um, and in some of the originals, when you in any version of him, when you shoot a beam of energy at him, he can take the energy... And he can absorb it into his Isn't eyes sick. and shoot it back yeah, ten times harder. It's the, the rainbow beams, right? Exactly. The rainbow beams are, it was one of the coolest things I remember from the original. In one of the video games, he could absorb the heat energy radiation from the sun and do the exact same concept. I would like to see a villain of King Caesar where he starts to take radiation energy from the sun. And starts to then, if he takes enough from it, he'd be the only living being on Earth. He would kill all humans. And he could possibly have enough energy to defeat Godzilla and rule the Titans and the Kaiju. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as him, I would like to... I would like to see him... Um, start to... Once Godzilla has used a move... Because he's so intellectually quick, um, I would love to see him know immediately after it's already done to him, ow, he gets hurt. The second time it happens, he knows exactly what to do. He knows exactly how to either counter it or get behind him and use it against him. Um, I think that would be just a really cool concept of a leading up to finally destroying Godzilla. But like King Caesar isn't a power, super uber powerful character. I don't have a full concept pitch for a movie, but as a villain, I have that concept pitch. I don't know what his drives would be. If you guys wanted to talk about that with me later. Like, King, King cool. Caesar is, is a good pick because he's one of the few non-scaly slash insect monsters. He's more mammal-like, yeah. which 
I, there's a severe lack in the Godzilla, the movie verse at least of those kind of look like dog, werewolf type of characters. Yeah. It's mostly scaly. Like you can argue, uh, Anguirus is an armadillo, but he's really not. He's kind of just a lizard with four legs and a sp- spikes all over him. Yeah, yeah. I really like that the main challenge here is that he's more mentally capable. Yes. yes. Instead of trying to fight out with brute strength. It's good to have variety. Yeah, basically. So that that's my pitch for King Caesar. Um, I, I like it. I yeah, I, I like it too. I do. I was hoping one of you were gonna pick up King because I didn't do him. So I was like, I like him a lot, but there's things I need to cover. Oh yeah. But King Caesar was one of those that I didn't do, and I was like, please, one of them pick pick him up. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's yeah. Back that was very very good. I liked yeah, it. It was really I liked good. It a lot. Thank you. Um. So my next one. Uh, trying to decide which one I want to do. Do you have another pitch, Bob? I do. You have one more. I have All a right, pitch then I'll leave. End... I'll leave the one that I really want to do for after that one. I have a pitch to end Godzilla, like final movie. Okay, I'm, is... I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, this next one. This is a very different film in the Godzilla history. Okay. It's almost like a spy film. Um, no, not that I'm doing the monster where it came from. Godzilla vs. Biolanti is a very weird film for a lot of Godzilla fans. Okay. A lot of Godzilla, some Godzilla fans don't like it. I am absolutely in love with it. I also like it because it kind of leads to one of my favorite kaiju being Space Godzilla, which I'm not going to cover. <laughs> I wanted to really badly, but I couldn't, I couldn't ex- I, I just couldn't figure it out. I wish I could sit through old school Godzilla movies you won't. easily. Uh, we're we're going to figure I it out. I said easily. I was going to say, we're going to figure it out. I will do it. Biolanti. So, so I, I can see him and I have a funny description for after yours. <laughs> when so, you read a book, I will watch old Godzilla movies with you. I've read Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> yep. I will hand you the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy if you read it. Oh, that ain't happening. I've already seen the movie. That's spoiled. Um, the movie so, only covers the first book. There's five. There's I'm actually, not reading, I'm there's not actually five seven, but I will not make you do only the Douglas Adam, Adams books. Oh. So, Biolanti, I think, is a really cool character. Some people don't like him. Biolanti is one of the few kaiju that is very much bigger than Godzilla. Okay. 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 And... Biolanti is, Biolanti is weird. Not weird, but like wild. Like a, like that. That's what Biolanti looks like. She it's is like it's a plant. Took, it's like it it's was like a, undergrowth it, from Danny Phantom. Yeah, like it was a crossed with a displacer beast. Yeah, it was. Let me get this right. It was a rose that was injected with Godzilla DNA. Okay. Godzilla cells. And. The movie is just, it's really weird. Like, it, there's it's like it got a spy feeling to it. I think it's very good. It's one of the few that I can sit down and watch and it not be hard to sit through. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, and when I say hard, like, none of these movies, other than Shin Godzilla and I think 2014 Godzilla, none of them are really, ex, like, very good films. They're just like, I'm going, I've committed to sitting here for an hour and 45 and I'm going to watch this and I'm going to be entertained at some points. Yeah, at some like, point, these monsters are going to hit each other. Yeah, like, it, it, you're kind of waiting for it to get to that point yeah. in a lot of these films. I never feel that way. I really like that film, but I think it's also very easy. Put her in the monsterverse. It's humans can't help but want to be 
top of the food chain. So we have to find a way to keep Godzilla in check. They get, they go down the hollow earth. They find a way to get some kind of Godzilla cells, whether it be from the scales. They get it from Godzilla himself somehow. From, they go from, from old scenes, yeah, from fights, whatever they do to find Godzilla DNA. And they start just, in. this is where I think you could get shots of other kaiju that aren't as, like, wanted and recognized and you could put a movie behind. You could put these as in, this is test subject 4223, we injected this armadillo or this hedgehog with Godzilla DNA and you get, like, an Anguirus and then you, you can say, it didn't... It only lived for 30 days. You get a little baby Anguirus, and then it, it passes away, whatever it be. You could say, we put this one in a praying mantis, you get Camacurus. We put this one in uh, a lobster, and you, I, I'm i not going to remember <laughs> what the lobster's name was. Know, but there was it, there was an about. old movie where it was a King Kong film, but they adapted it to be a Godzilla film. He doesn't use his breath once in the film. He just throws rocks at this lobster because it was supposed to be a King Kong film. <laughs> Lost. And you could have no, 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 wait. They took a King Kong film and they just put Godzilla in it. They just took out King Kong and made it Godzilla. We're gonna talk about this more one day, but keep it, going. It, yeah. it, it's I think it's Son of Godzilla. It was on. I showed it to you, or when we were trying to watch it the other night. I was like, that's the one where it's actually a King Kong film. But you could do that. That like experimenting with Godzilla cells. All it does. I just want to expand the universe, pay homage to the old films, give us little bits. Like we don't need a lot. You know, yeah. I don't need a lot of, I don't need every monster to be alive at the same time, always having this expansive universe. But if you show us that they existed at one point, that's fine. Mm -hmm. So they finally get to the plant. We inject it in a plant. We don't know if this is going to work. And then Biolanti starts to form. Then you just, it, you figure out your plot, whatever you want it to be. They love their human plots, whether they're good or they're bad. I stand by 2014 Godzilla's plot. Is I think very good, very sound. I really liked it. I think the Muto suck because they're an original creation, and that's about it. I really think that movie is really good. Otherwise, so they can figure out whatever they want their human plot to be. I don't really have one other than that little bit that I had, and then because Bioland he kind of has two forms. He fights her, fights her as a rose first, okay, and then the final form that most people know, the thing with the long mouth and the four tentacles and stuff like that. Yeah, so. That would be my other pitch, one of the three. I really like Biolanti a lot. It's Biolanti's it's cool. I think it may not have been my first Godzilla film that I watched, but it was one of the ones that I remember vividly with my dad. Every Sunday morning, I'd go downstairs and I'd watch him with him, mm -hmm. and that was one of the ones that I really liked. So that's why I chose that. It's easy to do. It's really simple. They can do whatever they want. No Godzilla gets no help here. Godzilla can take out Biolanti, be simple, another standalone Godzilla film that we can get. And I think that works really well. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I love the the thought of trying to make the death of Godzilla from Godzilla is always yes. a really good take. Yeah. And especially, like, it is the humans trying yeah. to get this Godzilla This guy out. who does nothing but protect us, and we're, we're gonna, still trying to figure out how to kill him. Yeah. It's like with the Just nukes. in case he might go rogue. When we try to nuke him, and well, we don't have the powerful. insert human. The doctor here. who died in the from the radio act, the radiation in the second film when he sets the nukes off, he's not around to tell him anymore. That he's to just let him let him fight. You know what's funny? His son. Yeah, is okay. in the yeah. I knew is, that is the one controlling yeah. Mechagodzilla yeah. who then turns. And they literally don't 
get into that at all. They yeah, just literally great. say his name. Yeah, it's it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. All right, Bobby. What is now, your what before is your we get to Bobby's pitch? I got a few a few possible. I don't have pitches for these, but I just oh. just want to know. Okay. Uh, what a conversation. We Dynamax a Snorlax to make him. Play okay, Godzilla. so Bobby, I'm gonna let. No, you no, go. no. I'm not done. It get be- It gets better. Could we have the meat monster from Danny Phantom fight Godzilla? Okay, so okay no, I got one more. One more, no, one more. No, it's all right. No, no. Ron Wilson, bus driver, fighting Godzilla. No, I'm all right. Uh, okay, go, Bobby, go, go ahead. ahead. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, go, go ahead. The Ron Wilson bus driver got me. He fights. He, he defends the city from giant robots. I don't see why he can't. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I, it, there, those were obviously jokes. No, no, no. I, it was funny. I was silent for a while there. I got it. No, no, no. It's cool. Um, so... My pitch uh, is the final Godzilla movie. Okay. Where so it, it's later, um, maybe Destroya in the in the last movie has started murdering the other Titans, the other kaiju, to be the one and only um, to finally then go defeat Godzilla and not maybe he didn't defeat. He him. would probably do it to draw Godzilla out. Exactly. Yeah. So may, maybe in a sense. Murder Mothra, that since apparently they're lovers. One of the, Godzilla do is that, one but. of the last kaiju. I mean, he already is one of the last, but one of one of like three left, and so something comes from space. It's another space kaiju. Um, it is formless until you finally meet him um, later, but it is formless. It is seamless when it moves. It's sort of shadows like a cloud in a sense over areas until it forms um i'm talking about the shinomura now the shinomura is from original comics like i said i'm i i'm not taking the original and i'm kind of just stealing the name of it now the shinomura in my head when I see this movie, is an unstoppable force. Okay. And what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? You get WrestleMania three, or and the immovable object gets body slammed <laughs> by the unstoppable force. Shut up. <laughs> but I want to see where it, it comes to the point that Godzilla knows that if he doesn't sacrifice himself to fully destroy the Shinomura that the world and everything that he has grown to protect would now be gone. And so you end the movie with no Godzilla, no Titans, no Kaiju, just the people. So you're capping the MonsterVerse with this movie? At the very end, when you want to end it. Okay. Cap it if you want to reboot it. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's not. No. All right, that's cool. That's cool. It's 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 a just a little thing I thought of while we were sitting here. The little bit that I know of the Shinomira, I there may be a lot of comic kaiju that a lot of people would want. I don't follow any of the Godzilla comics, and I, I've spoke with the two guys here about it. They're kind of everything that Godzilla kind of does in the comics is absolutely ridiculous, and I feel like scaling it down ruins what it does in the comics because the comics are like supposed to be absolutely insane and if you're trying to put that into a film with Godzilla I'm not saying comic books in general obviously 
Well, it's but, a very common comic book thing. When you take an IP that wasn't born in comics and you move it to comics, it's very common for it to become ridiculous. Yeah. Godzilla is one. Sonic is another. It's very surprisingly. It's very surprising to me that the Star Wars comics haven't become this. Like, I'm surprised we haven't seen Darth Vader choke out Star- Galactus. I would say yeah, but the Star Wars do go crazy. Like I yeah. know, like I think yeah. one of them, somebody like uses the Force and moves a planet. Like still, that's pretty. Insane. Yeah, to put it out of so. orbit and switch. It yeah, there. like and the, the, like. But there's a lot crazy. of like Star Wars expanded universe stuff that was doing yeah. that already, so it's not completely yeah. out of the known. But it's a very common things for comics to do, even with their own IPs. Like we talked about this with Thor last week. Like, yeah, it gets crazy, so it doesn't surprise me. But you could. Yeah. So now we get to your final pick. To my if pick. your final pick isn't who I think it is, then I will have one more pick. But I think it's who I it, think it is. It is definitely who you think it is. So this film finally gives us it's the one he's the, wanted since he was a child. The the, the, the trinity of kaiju faces that we needed. We've okay. had Kong, we've had Godzilla, and there's one guy who's been left out. They've uh, there've been talks to do movies before. They've uh, been talks to buy rights to him to get him in the in one of these films. And I'm not going to name him until he comes up in my pitch. But I think most people know where I'm going. So this movie starts where finally I wanted to do one with a space kaiju. And I could not find a way to shoehorn any of the Godzilla space kaiju. So I couldn't I couldn't think of a way to do space Godzilla or Orga Mm -hmm. or to do either of those. I didn't want to do any of Mothra's kaiju because I don't find really that them super interesting i also don't really care for the mothra films so that's and galactus would just be weird yeah yeah <laughs> last time i promise that's the last one so it might not we, be the last we one. <laughs> we go ahead and we start godzilla's here he's doing what he does and godzilla we've seen in these movies has this sense to know when something is going on mm-hmm. so we just see godzilla make it a night shot because i think it makes it look better Godzilla swimming through the Atlantic, the Pacific, wherever he is, and he gets a thing and he gets near edge of somewhere. He goes up on land, and he's looking around, and you, he knows something's wrong, and then you just see this asteroid, this green asteroid, fly by him. And uh, it goes, lands on the other side of the planet, whatever. We cut to the humans. They're trying to figure out what's going on. They don't know what's going on. They know there's an asteroid. And they get to the asteroid, and there's nothing. Which is weird, because there was an asteroid there, like, recently. And all at the same time, we've got that going on, and we cut back to the people in Hollow Earth with Kong. And they're like, yeah, something's going on with this asteroid, but now it's not there. Yeah, that's weird. Well, we can't worry about that. We have to go explore today. And Kong takes them down. They go, whether it be back to the temple or they go into caves, whatever they're exploring. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's different caves and different. That's what I'm saying. Just wherever wherever they find in Hollow Earth, places to explore. Yeah, I, I would per- personally, I'd prefer it to be just a new location. Yeah, I'm not. I'm saying, how, however, they wanted yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah. I would go somewhere new also, but just you never know. Sorry, I cut in. Yeah. So they go. They're going through these caves, and Kong starts freaking out. They're like, "What? Why is he freaking out?" They're looking, and Kong just see. Like, Kong can see, but they can't see it. So, they're like, what's going on? Like, Kong, it's just a dead end. They're like, looking. And and Kong just dips. 
grabs his girl that he likes, mm-hmm. and they dip, and the mom too, because he has a respect for the person that's adopted her. And these soldiers are like, what? Just what's going on? And then they just, the cave starts to shake, and the cave collapses, and they're like, Kong, what happened? Why are you freaking out? And they can't. He, he's like, he's like, no go. Just no. Usually does a sign language, no go. No go. No go. Don't go. Formidable or whatever they whatever they want him to say. No, can't fight. Too strong, maybe. Formidable, unbeatable. Yeah. Too strong it was would like, be. So we cut back. They're trying to find this asteroid. Figure out what happened. Nearby town. Power outages. But for no reason. They go to the power plant. All the electricity is being siphoned somewhere, but we can't tell. And they're trying to figure this out all at the same time. And Godzilla shows up. Godzilla just destroys the power plant. Is trying to... Is looking around, feeling around. And then Godzilla just, out of nowhere, goes down into the ocean. We finally get Godzilla in Hollow Earth. We get to see him down there. He oh, finally goes down shit. there. So one of the things that's happening here is that both Godzilla and Kong know what's going on. Yeah. But Got because it. they can't tell us what's going on, we're kind of getting this... The humans know something is up, realize that they know, and they're trying to figure it out. That's a cool plot line yes. to follow. So, no, Godzilla yeah. and Kong down on the Hollow Earth, and got, we just have Godzilla run up on Kong, but he doesn't fight him. They have almost a conversation without us being able to tell what they're saying, and Kong basically kind of, you can tell that he explains to Godzilla what happened, and Godzilla's like... You see Godzilla contemplates and he goes to the cave. They decide to follow. And Godzilla looks and he's like, he just doesn't, he doesn't want to go in, but he's like, I know what's back there. And it's like, you can tell, I want them to animate these creatures like they have. And you can see the despair and the different, like the wanting to go in there, but the knowing that it might not be a good idea. So we dip out. He doesn't go in. The kind of realization that yeah, this is actually like this, happening. That's crazy. So, finally, we finally get to see the, what came from the asteroid. And there are these bug-like monsters. And if you know anything about kaiju, you know who I'm talking about. And you know what's going down on in Hollow Earth. So, we get... Finally, we see the monsters. The military tries to fight them. They're human size. And they're fighting, whatever. People getting shot, people dying, and we learn that these are the bugs that were feeding on the electricity. They love electricity, that's how they eat, whatever. So, that's happening. Godzilla and Kong go up to the surface. We don't know why. They just get up and they something happens, they feel it, and they go. And for no re- for out of nowhere, they're like, all right, we, uh, the military is like, uh, sir, we have a mass in the Atlantic. Like, yeah, we the the kaiju are coming up from the Hollow Earth. Like, sir, it's only one kaiju. He's like, well, maybe they decided not. You know, they do that quippy stuff. Like, well, yeah. maybe they're not home dogs. Maybe they just don't roll like that. It's like, sir, maybe, maybe it's, only Godzilla's returning. Yeah, it's like, like some yeah, some sort of like can wait. Yeah. Like, like it's fine when it is. Sir, it, it it's it's not Godzilla. It's not matching our previous readings. Well, what do you mean? It's like, it, it just, it, it's not, I don't even know if it's a kaiju. And they're like, all right, whatever. Yeah, so they, doesn't match they're like, well, go send, go figure out what it is. And they go, and it's this huge atoll, just island just shows up out of nowhere. They're like, 
sir, it looks like an island. And they land, and they're looking at it. They're on it. They're discovering stuff. And then they, there's a plaque in the middle. And I said, this is, this, like, make some kind of cryptic old language. They can't figure it out. Finally, eventually, later, they get it all figured out. Match it with cave paintings or whatever down in yeah. cave Hollow Earth. old things in the Hollow Earth. Yeah, so they get something is like plot relevance. This is, like, the defender of life forever to be worshipped and cared for let it be anything like that on that and then it the atoll starts to shake and we have Godzilla and Kong have finally risen and the bug monsters are around and then we get the swarms of bugs to attack Godzilla and Kong and then they're fighting they're doing their thing at the same time as this other thing's going on and then we actually get it to where they fight off this horde but then they form into one big one and we actually, in this film, my plan is to kill Kong. Okay. Kong either dies or gets very seriously injured to where he is out of the film. So I would, I don't want Kong to die because Kong is really cool. Yeah. But he may have to die in this movie. But he gets seriously injured by That is a risk I'm willing to take. And Godzilla versus Trek. So uh, my, going, my plan going. is to have... Kong not die, but to just chill and be almost have Kong almost as the character that kind of narrates what's going on to explain to the humans. Like, we know what this is, and there was only one way to deal with it. Kind of a deal. And we've realized as the atoll is shaking, like, we got to get out of here. Like, all right. What if Kong sir, could write in the language that the like ancient language yeah, probably. That they have to figure out? He so, just knows yeah. how to write it. This is so, kind of like how they figure he, it out. They call, uh, he calls it, sir, the atoll is, it's moving. He's like, well, yeah, it came up out of the hollow earth. It's probably something from there. He's like, sir, it, I mean, like, it's moving, it's moving. He's like, yeah, I, I know. He's like, sir, it's flying. <laughs> what? And the atoll just starts spinning and taking off. At this point, you know who this is. So, I love this so much. It comes in, it's, and it hits this monster. Monster gets knocked down. The atoll lands. And Godzilla looks at it. And it becomes almost this three-man standoff. Where Godzilla, uh, the arms pop out and the legs pop out. And we finally get to see the protector of all children. <laughs> the turtle, Gamera. We get Gamera in the Monsterverse. And at this point, this. You've re- people have realized that Legion, the, fi- the, the monster from the second... 90s Gamera film is who they've been fighting. Okay. I wanted to bring in more enemies from different kaiju genres, and I yeah. think that's the perfect way to do it. If it wasn't going to be Legion, I was going to make it Gauss and then have the military... This is That's the villain from the first uh, Gamera movie yep. in the 90s. And have them think that it's Rodan. Rodan's reproducing. They're like, Rodan's been hibernating in the volcano. How could he be reproducing? And then it'd be the Gauss. Gauss eat people and they get bigger and stronger and they have, they're they're really sick really cool design characters they kind of look similar to Rodan but they don't but you can do that dumb movie logic like yeah they kind of look similar it must be Rodan you know what I'm saying yeah something weird so that happens and we get not Godzilla and Gamera working together but all three of the monsters tangling and t- and fighting each A other at the same fight. time yeah and then Legion dips. And Godzilla and Gamera 
the the humans are like, all right, we're at the. I, I don't know who this is, but we're going to have to regroup. And then Godzilla and Gamera just go off, going at each other. You get Godzilla or Gamera with this huge fireball, hits Godzilla and all that. And at this time, they're trying to figure out what's, what is Gamera. And that's when you can have Kong or whatever. They're like, oh, and they decipher the totem or whatever, maybe at that point, and yeah. realize, like, this guy is the protector of the earth. So, really, Gamera's origins is that he was actually made to defeat the Gauss. And they were, they were, I think, maybe aliens or radio something. The Gauss were also maybe, a, uh, they were also made by man. It's it's weird, but... The origins of most of Kaiju. Yeah, most weird. Kaiju is weird, but... He also gets his power from friendship of children. Like, yeah, it's, it's weird, guys. It is. It's, it, I really like it, but... So then you can have that fight end, and then we can finally get, at the end of the movie, you get... Legion at its strongest point where Gamera, Gamera literally in the Legion movie dies. He dies and then gets resurrected by the hope of the children and the people <laughs> into him and he comes back and he fights again and then the humans help him. They distract some of the Legion bugs that is. with power plants and stuff. And you could do something like that or you could just have Godzilla and Gamera get that big team up moment. Yep. I know this is kind of similar to Kong versus Godzilla but I think if you have the villain from the beginning, it feels different enough. Yeah, it's not it's not doing a versus movie that then a third party comes in to make them work together. Yeah. It is two separate entities recognize a threat and they're trying to work together while also not trusting each other. Yeah. It's a very different dynamic. Yeah, and I that would be I would be so happy to get because Gamera is really sick. I think this is this is a controversial amongst I think kaiju people. I think Gamera has the best movies. I think the all three of the Gamera trilogy in the nineties are better than all of Godzilla's movies except for Shin Godzilla. Like and it's I don't think it's close. Like Shin Godzilla is like one best picture. Like it's actually a fantastic film. But the same thing goes for those Gamera movies. Like the way like the the themes and how they do th it's very well shot very the story is very good the human plots are phenomenal at the same time it, they're very it's a very very good very they're very good films you should go and watch them i it, like they're good films and Ga gamera is just sick big turtle no yeah godzilla there was a, at one point godzilla and gamera were supposed to have a feature film together and fight each other but Toho actually backed out because Gamera was doing better than Godzilla at the time. And the, the plot would have had to have been that Gamera beat Godzilla. And they wouldn't let that happen. So they backed out of actually doing the film. I think Gamera... That's why when you were bringing up... Well, what's the name of your second kaiju? Uh, Shinomura. Yeah. The Legion kind of works in that same type of way. Where they kind of, it's kind of formless. And it's going to be a 2002 film too. Yes. That, that is... No, that's just what I found from doing a quick look okay. up of it. Yeah, Gamera had a, another reboot after that with a different kaiju. And that kaiju looked really cool in the new Gamera film. The new Whist Gamera film. But, yeah, yeah, it's... They're all good. See, I think Gamera had a cameo... I might be wrong. Complete, completely be wrong. But I think uh, Gamera had a cameo in King of the Monsters. No. Definitely didn't. I know he didn't. It could have been like a tongue-in-cheek. Like on accident, like... Wouldn't have been deliberate. sprouts up. No, that's not Gamera. 
No. Okay, that's then no. Never mind. It's a whole different thing. But um, Gamro is my big pitch. That's the one I've I've been theory crafting that movie for a very long time. <laughs> I don't know Gamro at all. Before. I thought you were talking about Bowser from Mars. <laughs> that's like one of my pitches <laughs> yeah, that I, I just that's threw what out. He was doing. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, so yeah, I love, I love Gamera. But now that we're on that subject, Godzilla versus Bowser. Okay, you can continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, got the Gamera movies I'm are so all sorry, good. Audience. Kaiju Gamera the Brave is the new one in 2005. Yes, yes, I just looked it up. Which is thing. it? It makes Gamera cute, which is really interesting take. It is okay. Cool. It, it it it's a really good film. The it's not really good. It's not nearly as good as the 90s trilogy, but it's a it's good. But I. You go watch. I have if either of you want to watch them. I have the trilogy. Yeah, no, we can. Watch I would them. say I have them. They're all very good. I love them. Why was this not? Well, it still can be. What? Why was this not one of our crossover movie nights? I don't know. It can be now. I would say the reason why there's three films. You got to watch them back to back to back. Yeah, I got. I have. I have CD stuff from my laptop. I would say yeah, like, um, we can do it. I love it. It can happen. But that I, would be. Those would be all my kaiju p- pitches. Yeah. Um, I think there's other cool kaiju that you could do. Gigan is a very big fan favorite. I don't get the hype. It might just be because he has blade hands and buzzsaw stomach. But I, I don't care for him. In Final Wars, he gets an extra form. Buzzsaw which gives stomach? Him like I mean, literally like a circular saw. That's cool. Though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then in Final Wars, he gets chainsaw hands, but kind of like, you know, Mega Caesar? Yeah. He has hands just like that. That's cool. And then he gets, and he fly like, uh, Hidora would be really cool. Another one of the, that's one of the weirder Godzilla films. He would be really cool. I just don't know how to implement him. And he's kind of looks really like Tar. Baragon is really cool. Yeah. Do you know, do you know Hidora, Zach? I don't know most of no. these. Another formless, but he sort of, like he said, he's made of tar. If you've seen Scooby-Doo, um, the, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, he does. The, um, wow. It's actually, that's the film where the infamous dropkick. No, is it the dropkick? No, where he flies. That's oh, the fly. That's yes. the flying thing? That's oh, flying I love that. When he grabs his tail and he takes off. <laughs> that is, that. I believe that's the Hedora film. It's ridiculous. I, I love can't it. remember where the dropkick is from. but I love the dropkick, too. The dropkick is really good. It's um, ridiculous, but I love it. That's why yeah. I love it. Angurus is my favorite kaiju, but it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't have the weight for a movie. That would have to be a big ensemble film. That would have to, like, be, like, a Mecha King Ghidorah, like, King Ghidorah comes back, or you get, uh, you could even do Kaiser King Ghidorah from Final Wars or something. That could be a Space Godzilla film. Space Godzilla if they were to do it, would be a team-up film of a bunch of different monsters. Like, Mothra would be there, Rodan would be there. I think they're both yet... They were supposed to get their own single films. I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. Did Mothra... I didn't see... There's two... Oh, there's always two Mothras. You have to... That's the one thing with Mothra. There's always okay. two larvae, and they don't always both become Mothra at the same time, but they're always around. So, if you see one die, Mothra will always stay alive because there will be another Mothra. Didn't know that. That's yeah. Good to, yeah, it's a thing. There's like twin, and then the Mothra twins. They do their song every movie. It, it's kind of ridiculous. I don't like it, but and then they're like Megaguirus is really cool. He was like a one of the weirder movies. I think that's the movie where I told you they shoot a black hole at Godzilla, and then he just I doesn't get in it because he's Godzilla. I, I, 
I need you to understand that the, one of the reasons why I love hearing you talk about kaiju movies is stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. It's terrible. But I fucking love it. It's it so... It's just dumb. I love it. It's cool. One of the ones that I, I really wanted to do, and you could do that, Titanosaurus. If any... if Either you look him up. He looks ridiculous. It's like a seahorse mixed with a uh, T-Rex. And it's... He's really cool. He's in one of the Mechagodzilla movies. I want to say it's the Return of Mechagodzilla. Maybe it's called the Terror of Mechagodzilla. One of the two. But he comes back. He is sick. He has this weird, this atrocious scream. And yeah, doesn't he look? He look at Bobby. Yeah, he just looked him up. He looks oh my God. ridiculous. He's Flip one. That phone of, around. I was say he's one of my favorites. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find a better picture. I was gonna say he is. He was one of the ones I wanted to do, but like, because like I love the backstory just, of Mechagodzilla. <laughs> that is. That is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like if a seahorse had legs instead of. Yeah, like it. He's a, a weird one, but like those are the weird kaiju that can't. The one that I really wanted to do, but I was like, I can't do this. This is gonna be my troll pitch. I oh, my f- pitches are troll pitches. V- Varan. Or v- Varan. There is literally a kaiju that is in a movie for four seconds. That's great. And he's credited in a bunch of movies. Like, like he's an actual kaiju. All he does, he sits like this and he flies okay. across so that's, in one film. That's the kaiju that, that Godzilla beats in my pitch at the very beginning. Yeah. What's his name? Varan. Yeah, Varan. He that's all he does. He shows up for that much. Yeah. I think it's in Destroy All Monsters, the first film that end Godzilla. Okay. It would first be the Don where yes, yes, Godzilla yes, is the first one. And he shows up for like four Godzilla. seconds. He's been in a couple of the video games now because he's such a troll. <laughs> that's who in my pitch who Godzilla defeats at the very beginning in a quick fight. Yeah, like that's that's Ver, that would be Varan. That's great. I love but that. He, they would be one cool uh I think I've mentioned everybody I want to mention. Yeah. I said Gigan. Uh, Megalon was my first pitch. And, like, there's no other real kaiju from other series that I wanted to do. Yeah. Ultraman would be cool because Ultraman does have some neat enemies. In but the full... it's hard to do Ultraman just because it's like. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know how I would do Ultraman because Ultraman's an alien. Yeah. My full, full disclosure if I had time to actually go and research, I was going to do Ultraman. I was going to bring some sort of tokusatsu-based thing out. But again, I just didn't have time. Yeah, like, like Ultraman. So I just pulled Ultraman something out of my ass. Ultraman have his own standalone film before you put him in a Godzilla movie. Well, he has this animated shit, so. Yeah, I know. That, I shouldn't call it shit because it's good. Yeah, but like, but you, you know what I'm he saying. would have to have his own film. You'd have to, almost like a superhero-esque film. and then. Yeah. Well, it's tokusatsu. That's how it goes. Yeah, so, but that those would be... My MonsterVerse Kaiju pitches, Bobby had uh, King Caesar and the one from the comics. Yeah, Shinomura. And Zach brought... It was some weird shit. I didn't have anything. The main one was the Mega- was the Power Rangers yeah, and no. all their swords. Yeah. Power Rangers Megazord. I knew he was going to hate it, and I knew it was bad, but I just didn't have anything. Okay? I knew he, I knew he was going to have a good Gamera pitch. What was that? So I'm not upset because I know you. And, like, I just knew yeah. it would be something of the sort. I don't think we've mentioned Power Rangers until this episode, which There's admittedly only is only... been one episode besides this. <laughs> Let's Not be all. honest. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, For you, yes. But I knew he was going to have some good ones. I knew he was going to have the Gamera pitch. Oh, and that was... That's the real main event. You had a really good King Caesar pitch. That was. I like that. I like that... You did better than me in the fact that you readapted a character and made them different. Yeah. From what, I'm such a Godzilla purist, I wouldn't dare touch 
any of them, but yeah. you you took King Caesar and you changed him a little bit, and that, I, I don't I don't hate the idea. Yeah, I am gonna miss. There is I have to talk about this one scene. Okay. In Final Wars, <laughs> King Caesar literally goes full speed, full arms flailing back and forth, and jumps up and kicks Anguirus like a soccer ball at Godzilla, <laughs> and then Godzilla saves it like a penalty save, <laughs> and then Anguirus I guess is just defeated, and then Godzilla <laughs> smacks. King Caesar on top of Anguirus, he gets hit on the spikes and they're all done. Yeah. Oh. The only other, the only kaiju that I knew anything about to do without any research was I could have, I have background knowledge on Gamera, but I didn't want to take that from you. Yeah. Because number cool. one, I knew your pitch would be better. And two, like it's just, it is just such, like I know Gamera because of you. I know most of this yeah, because like, of him. Gamera is, Gamera is my. So, I had to come with the shit post. Gamera exactly. is my favorite kaiju of all time. I love Godzilla, but Gamera is my guy. Yeah. If I if you chose if you told me I could only watch Gamera movies or Godzilla movies for the rest of my life, I'd pick Gamera. <laughs> you would have three excellent movies and one good movie compared to some good movies and Shin Godzilla. I was gonna say, yeah, like I, one movie I would like I would take the three I'm say I take the three nineties films alone and forget all the original Gamera films and just do those three, not even the two thousand five. Okay. I would take that over all of Godzilla. Excluding Shin Godzilla, the Shin Godzilla <laughs> it, it is the best kaiju film. But I would we're definitely rewatch those at some point. So just as like future things that we're gonna do, we're gonna do those three Gamera movies, and that's gonna be our what did you watch for those times we do it. We're gonna do Shin Godzilla for that at one point too, and when it comes out, we are doing Shin Kamen Rider. Okay, like it's too on the nose for us, and I'm also gonna eventually I'm gonna give you the drive, and you're gonna have to watch Kamen Rider build, and then we gotta do Kamen Rider build one day because it's okay. really good. I'll I'll do whatever. Yeah. Because I also just think you'll like Common Rider. I probably will. I've heard uh, multiple people have told yeah. me to watch it other like, than you. Knowing that you kind of like the Power Rangers-ness of things, but don't like Sentai fully, Common Rider is like taking that and making it more adult and badass. And like you even said that you've seen like Common Rider statues and it's just like... Yeah, don't like, like that. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. Common Rider is cool and I have plenty of it on file to give out. But... If that, unless anyone has anything to add, it sounds like it's time to end. Do you have anything to add? I'm, I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. All right. Perfect. I want to thank everyone for listening. Even if we have a small amount of listeners. Small amount of listeners. Even if we have a small amount of listeners, it's still cool to have people listen to something that we also enjoy doing. Anybody if on the- I do. I do want to shout out. Stepmom, thank you for watching. You texted me, and you said you you gave me a thumbs up, so I hope you liked it. Then you asked what their names were, so I, I don't know what that's about, but that's a little scary. But thank you. Thank you for watching, and shout out to my girl, Sam. I work with her, and I told her I'd shout her out, so I had to do it. <laughs> um, Do we have anybody on the Patreon yet? We've had one episode. I'm just asking. Not current. So as of last I checked, there were no new patrons. I haven't checked and since I've uploaded stuff. Like the Patreon stuff. We should do that. But should do what? Should do that. We we should shout out shout out the Patreon members that join every week. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Okay. I think it, yeah, it's yeah, it's like it. it's in the benefits that you get a thank you message. Like yeah, that's a thing. One hundred percent. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but that's a DM send. So like after we're done recording here, I'm gonna have to check to make sure, and then if not, we'll have to just record us doing things. But that's fine. Yeah. If you need more podcast content in your life. Pop Striker comes out every Tuesday. We love them. They're good friends of ours. I mentioned the crossover movie night. Uh, 
Love is a strong word. I love them. We had an experience the other night. Okay, Darian can't pick a movie for shit. <laughs> it was borderline. It was a war crime. Like, <laughs> it was bad. What, what, what are you trying to pick? A crossover movie night is when I invite the the Kaiju and Comics crew and the Pop Striker guys to come over to my house to screen a movie on a projector. And we let Darian Riley, the editor of, of Pop Striker, pick the movie. And it was a bad decision. Uh, first off, we did not let him pick it. I was very adamant against us watching the movie that we he picked. We didn't stop him. It's not my laptop, and it wasn't. I'm not allowed. I could not impose myself on him. I had given you, my best recommendations, and, and no Gene, one said anything. You and Gene just said, "All right, I guess we're watching it." I'm like, "Okay." To be fair, me and Gene have known Darian for very long times, and it, you just kind of let him do things after a while. I'm, I'm well. I'm glad that you let him do. I that. suggested Kong Skull Island, and no one wanted to watch it. Apparently, that is incorrect. I said I'll watch it. Well. That's how you, that went. You should have been like Darren. You should have just acted and done it. Yeah. But their podcast comes out every Tuesday. Uh, they recorded they recorded yesterday in our recording time, and their episode comes out tomorrow in our recording time. They have a way faster turnaround than we do because Darian will kill himself on Monday to get the podcast yeah. finished. I said, fuck that. I will edit it for a few hours after work every day until I finish. Well, However, they, well they also, to the current episode, they don't have a video version. But they did mention that they were going to start doing do yeah. half video. That's a thing as well. But if you need more, if you need more audio content in your life, they're great. We love them. I love them. He's a bit indifferent at the moment. Oh no, Gene. You know, I'm still there. Gene is still. I'm, I stand. I stand, Gene. Darren, you're you're on the genuinely. Rush. The four of us were hanging out the one night, and I had the moment of like, this is so fun. Why do we never do this? Because getting you and Darian together is always fun. Oh, it is. Yes. And Gene was a great addition, which I was worried about. I'm very happy that it went well. <laughs> of course, if you need more of us, I'm on all the social medias at CapZachYoung. That's at C-A-P-Z-A-C-H-Y-O-U-N-G. I'd give you Tanners, but he doesn't have any. Until it becomes relevant for me to have one, just get a hold of Zach. It's probably the best. You would get a hold of Zach to get a hold of me quicker than trying to DM me directly. The worst part is he has socials, but he won't give them out because they only exist so he could follow me. Yeah, that, and speak to certain people, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Techie, you want to plug yourself or you want me to do yeah, it? Yeah, sure. Um, you can follow me at Bobby Williams Music and at Bobby Williams Official on Instagram. Uh, all of my info for my gigs are on there, and um, I, I'm slowly starting to post more music as I get into mixing and editing with the podcast. It really helps with um, learning how to edit my own music. Um, if you guys live in the Millville, Vineland, Cumberland area uh, in Jersey, then this weekend I will be well, – we premiere on Saturday morning, right? I post on – I upload on Saturday mornings. Okay. Friday night, well, Saturday mornings, the episodes become available on Saturday morning. Well, tonight, um, on Saturday night, I will be at the Orehouse Old Irish Pub in Millville, New Jersey from 7 to 11 if you'd like to pop out. Uh, and then my next gig is in a few weeks that you can come see, and I'll plug that later. Yeah. If you don't recognize the names of any of those places that he said, you're not from the area. Yep. <laughs> if you're wondering if you're in the area, that's how you know. <laughs> All right, that's we're great. off to record our Patreon-only podcast, Insane Acquisitions. Yes. It's always great fun, and, you know, if you join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash young because it also directs all my content, but all the perks are podcast-related. 
except for some of the merches is my logo because I ran out of things I could put that stamp on. This stamp. You see the stamp. Don't act like you don't. If you're on the audio version, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, may I add one last thing? Sure, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. For YouTubers, please like, comment, and subscribe. Um, if you'd like to comment, <laughs> then uh, give us some ideas for a new video. We have a comment on the last video, too. We do. We do? We do. You don't know this? No, I didn't know that. Oh, I will pull it up. I'm well, sorry. Let's, let's, Zach, let's, let's Zach cap, and then we'll... all of them. We'll... Oh, okay. Okay. I want we your reaction But please what do you mean? give us okay. some more ideas, things that you would like to hear. This, we are it, here this isn't going to be something stupid, right? No! Says Tanner, a goat man, funny ASF, Wait, who is laughing it? face. Big up RJ. I knew I wasn't RJ. sure if that's who it was. RJ commented on the video. Oh my gosh, I'm famous. I mean, you know what? I'm done. I'm making my own thing. I'm going off. Like he could edit this without me. I will hire people. I'm famous already. I got a YouTube comment. I can honestly. I'm just gonna call whoever. Me. I'm honestly. I'm gonna get signed. It doesn't matter. You're gonna get <laughs> Record deals. <laughs> Death Row Records. That's where I'm off to. <laughs> that joke hit me harder than I thought. <laughs> All right. Well. Yep. Until thank you guys that. for joining us. Yeah. Until next week. Until yeah. Next until week. next week. I think that's it. I think that's a cut. No, yep. That's it. Holy fuck! I'm hot.